Hello and welcome to the Second Podcast. I'm your host, Truth Lives. Uh, before we get started, I wanted to welcome all of our new members that joined the past couple of weeks. Uh, glad to have you guys aboard. Uh, feel free to check out our Discord. There's tons and tons of stuff there, resources, plenty of stuff like that to go on. Um, but today I'm joined by TFB King Kai. He's my second in command of the, of the Forsaken Brotherhood. He's been on my list of guests for many, many episodes, but we, it's just, it's been a very hard time to schedule the fact that we could get on together at the same time is, is a shock because scheduling has been a nightmare. So I just want to introduce, uh, King Kai. So how are you doing today? Doing pretty good. It actually feels good to finally fucking get this out of the way, considering it's been what two, three months. Yeah, right. Since trying, uh, since we've been planning this. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's been a, it's been quite a few few months. I think it was after Dez. I think is when we started talking about it, and we just weren't able to. Yeah, actually, before. <laughs> was it before Dez? I could have swore it was something. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, was it? It was before because um, uh, it, it was it was before because um, I remember you and Sonic were giving me crap about um, uh, not being on. Mm. And that's right. That's right. <laughs> and it was mainly because fucking shit, uh, shit from work and everything else just wasn't lining. Right. And today I finally did. glad we could glad we could finally get this done. Right. Well, I'm going to go over what we're going to cover today. We're going to go through, uh, we're going to interview and learn more about uh, King Kai today. And then we're going to go into what we've been watching and playing as of late. Um, we're going to talk about some new stuff coming out, um, like sh- the show topic. We're going to, we're going to go into like the Vidoc, a few teasers that came out, some really good tweet from uh, Luke Smith with some really cool information, the TWAB, of course. And then we're going to cover some other gaming news out there. I'm not really sure exactly what we've got on the schedule, but I'll, well, when we get there, we'll get there. Um, we're going to answer some questions from our community. Um, Plenty of people have submitted stuff. I also stole some questions from another Discord. <laughs> I'm just going to say that now. Gotta love you, Jealous, from uh, Guardian Downcast Discord. That was a badass question. I'm going to just post it there. And we're going to pick music for our playlist, and then we're going to end the show with where you can find us. So let's get into it. So uh, do you want to tell us just a little bit about yourself? Just just a little bit? Well, I... Maybe a ton, but I mean, just enough. <laughs> I've been playing video games for years. That's one thing that. <laughs> oh, my first my oh my my own personal first console was the uh, original PlayStation console. You know that fucking little oh, white that was brick, the classic one. Yeah, the classic. That was fucking great. Oh, my favorite game to actually fucking play on that was it was actually a sports game it was a it was called cool borders it was a snowboarding game it was it, me and my sister we would always um uh pretty much compete against each other to see who would uh, get through first nice um mine was, other thing uh, is personal console anyways my personal console that i had gotten my first ever personal console someone bought it for me was uh ps2 i believe or ps1 one of the two but before that, I, pro- I played on the uh, NES, then N64, then some weird leapfrog learning console that they made years ago. Yeah, those those ones were just weird as all hell. They were weird. The controller was uh, universal in the sense of you could move it to where the buttons were either on the right side or the left side. So therefore, it was for ambidextrous people. Kind of thing. But it was also it was also one hell of an experience using that thing too. Fuck yeah, it was. <laughs> that, that 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 controller was 
don't know how big that was. It was as big as my thigh. <laughs> truthfully, I had more fun with. Uh, truthfully, I remember I had more fun with that damn controller than the actual fucking games. I know you could just sit there and press a button and spin it. Like fuck, dude. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just I was like thinking about. It. I'm like, what else did I have? You know. <laughs> truthfully, truthfully, it's fine. It's fine. Um, I also uh, I I didn't play the um uh, NES. No way, I did. I just didn't own one. Mm. Or at least have one in my family that was owned. Um, have a Nintendo 64 still in working condition with the games for it. Oh, that's classic, dude. Donkey Kong. Was it Donkey? Which one was it called? Oh, man. Oh, just lost him. Um, we'll see if you will able to get him back here in just a couple seconds. Uh, for now, I really can't pause you. So this will be an editing. So remember, five minutes to check recording. You type that in here. Five in. You there, Kai? Hello. Hello, hello. What the hell happened? I don't know. It just dropped you out of nowhere. Yeah, uh, toll dropped, I guess. I don't know. That was fucking strange and weird and... God. You're good, dude. I just, I'm writing down what time it was that you came back and whatnot, so I can uh, sort of just mute or cut it out. Sure. But, uh, shit, what were we talking about? You said you didn't have an NES. You had an N64 I didn't have still that. in working condition. And I was trying yeah. to think of what game it was that I was thinking of. Well, I don't fucking know. Oh, it was Donkey Kong something. Um, Give me a second to look it up. It's going to bother me if I don't look it up. Um, like usual. Yeah, right. Um, I just got to, I have to know. Donkey Kong N64. Because uh, it, was, it was something. Was it Donkey Kong? Was it Donkey Kong? I think it was. Yeah, it was Donkey Kong 64. That was a fun, fun game. Um, they had a, like a, a competitive mode in a sense. Like it was four V, it was a, um, four man, uh, like competitive. I don't know. You beat each other up in four player. Well, oh, it was fun. <laughs> it was fucking fun. Granted, I, oh, granted me, I never actually fucking did that, but we knew about it. I didn't have enough controllers actually for, uh, uh, for that. My younger brother and I would do that on, to- on purpose. We'd, we'd go into it, and we'd... I think we picked uh, specific characters that we liked. I always picked the dude, that, the big dude that could throw out the uh, pineapple rocket launcher. Because <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> uh, no. Wow. Rude. Rude, motherfucker. All right. I got to now write this down again. Seven... What happened? Minutes. <laughs> Fuck, Boney, you just tried to call me. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Dumbass. Seven minutes to 7.30, I'll put. But aside from um, video games, um, well, uh, about me aside from video games. Yeah. What else do you got? If you don't, if you, uh, if those of you who have not played with me, spoke with me or whatever, I am a bit of a jackass. Yes, I am. I, I, I will fucking, um, uh, talk shit to you. Whether, uh, whether we're playing Crucible or not. 
Uh, let me say this right now. I'm gonna be honest. This this is exactly. I'm gonna, this is so true about Kai. He really is this way. You really are. You will. But but the, but the thing is, if I didn't do that, truthfully, I wouldn't be me. It's true. And and trust me. And 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 if he's not fucking with you, he obviously hates you. <laughs> if, 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 if I if I'm not if I'm not screwing with you, there's either something oh, that went wrong to my day, or I just straight up don't like you as a person. Yep, we've seen this. <laughs> we have. Seen- there are some people that I will not say their name. That I am like that with. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so anything else besides? Uh, that, uh, what about personal outside of gaming completely? I mean, I know it's out of there. You don't really have to go into detail. Just, just a few things, you know? Outside of gaming, mostly I, mostly I'm working. If I, if I'm not, um, if I'm not on, oh, I'm either working or, oh, hopefully helping out around the house where I live. So, okay. Nice. Nice. So, what are some of your other hobbies besides gaming? Granted, oh, I haven't actually been able to do any of them in a while, just because, just like I said uh, earlier, work's been kick, uh, kicking my ass, uh, especially during this pandemic, so yes. I haven't actually been able to do, sit down and do them. Um, one, I love to read. Give me a good book, and I could be lost in it for hours, so I'm done with it. No, oh, nice. So oh. thing, when, when we talked about it with Big Panda 47, were you interested in that book at all? Actually, yeah, I was. Okay. It is actually currently on my own, on my uh, wish list for um, uh, for um, uh, Amazon. Okay. I just need to uh, save up enough money to eventually get it. Yeah, nice. It is like everything bills come first. That's true too. <laughs> that is true. That's cool. But aside from aside from reading, um. Again, this one I haven't done in a long time. I think, it was, I think the last time I actually did this was in high school. But I do enjoy writing. Oh. Uh, I truthfully, as long as I have a topic or even a fucking self-made story, I did sit and write for a while until I did writer's block. All right. I'll give you a story that you should probably write eventually, maybe one of these days. <laughs> if I, if I have time, behind maybe. the Forsaken Brotherhood. That one will be fun. That would be fun. This stuff that, that, that one will be fun. Because <laughs> it could be about any video game that relates to it, or anything in, in, at all. <laughs> yeah. So. That'd be cool. But truthfully, since uh, since what brought a lot of us together, it would more than likely end up being based around Destiny. Truthfully. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It, yep. It's definitely the proper primarily game we do. Currently. Oh, uh, and aside from those, I also enjoy art. What kind of art? Drawing, uh, drawing painting, okay. uh, messing around with clay. Doesn't matter. I I enjoy it. Nice. I've back in high school. I was every year. I would I would not go an entire um, school year without at least having one art class. Oh wow! It, it got to the point that um I was actually. Yeah, it sounds uh, as useless as it actually was. I was actually in an advanced placement art class. It was fun as hell. Difficult to actually maintain a grade in there, but yeah, it was fun. I don't doubt it. 
I'm always an art guy too. I used to. Uh, it was difficult. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm just right. talking to myself out loud sometimes. Just, just kind of. It was me. difficult to maintain. It was mainly difficult to maintain a grade, but just, you were really um going against people who were either as good as you or better mm-hmm. instead of like normal class where it's obvious they dig around and do whatever and still get a passing grade. Yeah. Depending on the teacher. Yeah, it does depend on the teacher. Because, um, no, the one that I, oh, the last art teacher that I actually had before I graduated, mm-hmm. um, he would grade you on how well you did versus how well he knows you to do. Mm-hmm. So there was a very steep um, grading curve. No joke. It's okay, try having so, your parents as your teacher. Dude, hell no. Hell no, I will not be able to do that. <laughs> You want to talk about grading on a curve, dude? Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. No, dude, that, that's not grading on a curve. You're either fucking passing or you ain't. <laughs> that's true, too. <sighs> Sorry, I didn't mean to catch you off. I just had to say it. I'm like, try having a, a parent as a teacher. That sucks. <laughs> and as, oh, in that uh, art class, it was, at least, it was actually uh, pretty much one full month that's... I was oh, I wasn't failing, but I had pretty much a straight C in there that entire class, just because it, there was just such a lot of bullshit going on that I wasn't able to actually stay focused on the task. Mm. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. So, what games do you mostly play besides Destiny, of course? <laughs> All right. Well, mostly I've I oh, I play some uh, Modern Warfare. Not not as much as some other people in plan, but it is one of those that I if there if there's people looking looking for another person just to bullshit around and actually play. Don't expect me to be any good. I will play with you though. Um, Path of Exile. Love that game. Sadly, don't have a PC to actually play it on. So, mm. gotta do uh, gotta do what you can. Yeah, so yeah. playing that on console. Uh, also, recently, at least I've been playing some single-player games. Um, the Star Wars, oh, not Star Wars, um, South Park Fractured Butthole, I've been actually playing that one again because I got bored and actually wanted to play the DLCs since when I was first playing it before, never actually did. Okay. So I've never played any of the South Park games. I've, I've heard they're fun. Yeah, oh, as someone who's actually played both of them, I do suggest you actually go back and play them, if you at least have the money to buy them, that is. Of course, of course. Money is the first key there. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah, and just like I said before, bills come first, so if you had to pay bills, save buying a game until after, you know? Right. Um, And another game, it actually came out fairly recently, Um, it's... The uh, Marvel's Avengers game. That one. I thoroughly enjoy that one. So, any if anyone listening actually has it, and actually wants to play it, hit me up. I need to, I need to finish that still. I haven't touched it in a while. I've been busy with that. Yeah, things. you do. Cool. Um, so, with that being said, with all the games you play, what other, what games are you really mostly willing to help with? One that I'm mostly willing to help with. 
uh, Destiny, as long as, oh, whether one or two, oh, I am willing to help with anything as long as I know, of course, know how to do it. Right. And even even then, if you even then, if as long as you need, need like an extra body, even if you don't, even if you don't care if they know what the hell to do, yeah, I'll be there. I'll help out. I'll be a bullet sponge if need be. I think we all can be bullet sponges. That's a, that's that's the the definition of TFB, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, especially especially given our uh, combined IQ. Yeah, right. Three, three. Um, yeah. Uh, also, uh. Not really as much as helping out, as more just being a uh, being an extra body, just try to have some fun. Is um, Call of Duty. Okay. Oh, uh, and then one that's sadly, from what I've seen, not a lot of people in the clan actually own it. But if anyone, if anyone listening does own it, I do play Monster Hunter, and I am willing to help out on any hunts with it. Yeah, I, as long you as it's on that You were helping me, help me out with that. It's pretty fun. Yeah. I need to also start back that go back onto that one. Yeah, you do. It's, I'm, I'm waiting. Truthfully, for it's worth it. Beyond light to be finished, or at least the first couple, uh, at least the first like month into Beyond Light. Yep. You know, so you could at least say you you did the story, did attempted the raid, probably not completed it, but at least attempted it. Well, if we're into a blind raid, we might as well try and attempt it. Yeah. Also, did you see that post we got in our Discord today? I don't know if anyone else saw it or not in our LFG room. The 100.io are putting on a competition for a blind raid completion. I'm like, that's bad. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I saw that uh, pop up. I just didn't actually read what it, what the hell it was. Oh, I read it. I I looked into it. They're like, you have to use 100.io, and one person has to be streaming to verify results and to prove you're not cheating or anything like that. And then, but they said you get a um anyone who completes the raid blind gets a or first and second and third get uh raid t shirts with their uh gamer tags on it. Oh hell yeah. And then they uh are also giving but you have to do it the same day as the the raid race. Ooh, that's gonna be time yeah. that's gonna be brutal because the fucking the I'm like that is the uh, competitor suck. mode uh, the competition mode. Yeah it's gonna like, be worth it though. Suck. But I mean if if, if we if they let it for a week I'd do it. I'd be down to do it, but man, dude. Oh, one thing we should we should truly try that. You know, even if we don't complete it, at least try it. You know, I'd be down. See how far we can get with challenge mode on. We could do it. Depends on how high gear we are, because we also have to hit that raid level. Yeah, well, at least the minimum. But since it's we're always going to be what go. ten twenty, we're always going to be ten twenty lower. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Could be worth it. Yeah, we could try it. We could try it. I just, I just had to throw that out there when you said that. I was like, yeah, we could. I just heard that, so had to, had to throw that out there. Truthfully, I didn't, even, I didn't even fucking know that. Yeah, I just heard oh, oh. it today, and I was like, that's kind of cool. So, um, <sighs> the next question I want to ask is, what got you into Destiny? Like, what actually drew you in to play a game like Destiny? Originally with Destiny, right? This is actually my story when it came down to me starting out with Destiny. Okay. Oh, I I remember all the um, all the trailers, all the live action trailers, all that, all, all the way up until even including the Tejan King one. Okay. Which might be phenomenal. I fucking love that uh, the Tejan King trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I was always hesitant about it because 
granted, I never, I didn't actually buy it day one or uh, within the first couple of months either, because mm. one didn't have my my pops didn't have money, mm. so I was fine with it. I I had some friends who did get it. They always, instead of actually saying all the good shit about the game, they always uh, mentioned all the bugs or all the fucking bad shit, you know, all the disconnects, mm. all that. So it just kept me off from actually playing it. Okay. It was of around the it was actually about almost a full year after Taken King first dropped. It was uh, about a week after the infamous April updates mm. when I when I ended up um actually jumping into the game. Mainly, one of my friends from um that I was working with, he ended up um he ended up buying me the game. Okay. So I was like, it was given to me as a gift. I'll, I'll play it. I'll try it out. If I like it, I'll keep playing. Almost, oh, thing is, originally, the reason why I even started playing as a Titan, truthfully, yeah, granted, I, uh, when I first looked at him, I loved the design, you know? Mm-hmm. But when I, um, first started playing, those, both my friends that, that I was working with, one was a warlock main, one was a, t- a hunter main. So I was like, "Fuck it, screw it. I'm gonna be a titan, just to oh, just to balance it out." Nice. And immediately with the fucking gameplay for Titan, the everything about it, fucking, I fell in love. You know, immediately uh, immediately fell in love fell in love with Bubble Titan. So yeah, to this day I still fucking love it. At least original Bubble Titan. Destiny two, eh, meh. Nice. But, truthfully, Destiny, I, it didn't, when I first, when I was first playing it, that first month, it didn't feel like a game that I was actually going to stick with till now. Okay. But what actually got me to stick with it, truthfully, it wasn't the game, it was the fucking community. Mm. Because, yeah, because, yeah, there's uh, ups and downs, there's the fucking, um, there's the bad weeds in, uh, in the community. But overall, the community to this day is still actually probably one of the best that I've um, experienced in any game. Well, you're not wrong there. I mean, so you've got like Guardian Downcast. They're pretty cool guys. They've got I don't know how many people have played with so far, but they're pretty good. They're they all anytime you need anything, you hit them up. They'll help you out as much as possible if they're available. You know. Yeah. There's all kinds of communities out there that are willing to help at any moment. Exactly. So, even with um LFG for raids, it was true. it was actually a pretty fun experience. At least finding those that would actually are willing to teach, you know. Right. Because my first actual raid in that game, it my first raid run, it was on Vaulted Lass, the original light level Vaulted Lass. Damn. And it was a it was a straight up LFG group. They were willing to teach me. All, uh, all of them. They, so yeah. And granted, to this day, I don't remember any of their names because that was the only raid I ever did with them. That I do remember. Damn. But I also remember that from the uh, from that um, exotic chest, I uh, I did also end up getting fucking uh, Galahorn from that. Nice. A couple of them were pissed. 
Granted, a couple of them were pissed because a couple of them till that point still never got actually actually still never got fucking um, the original Galahorn. I love original Galahorn. But I I got it and no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. (laughs) But it was thing that kept me was the community game. Even to this day, it's still actually kind of lackluster. But I love uh, I love the game not for the gameplay but for the community. Oh, nice, nice. So why did you pick the gamer tag? Uh, it was originally Carius. It wasn't King Kai, but you recently just changed it to King Kai. But why did you pick the gamer tag? Well, originally Carius was. I would actually still have it if not for a couple people um, that I will actually name in the name this one um, when I get to it. But originally, Carius it started out as a nickname that one of my friends gave me from high school. Originally, it was just going to be for a name for a character in um, one of the stories that we were writing. Me and him. Okay. He started. Uh, he just straight up started calling me it, calling me that, and it just stuck. Oh wow. Of uh, then, I, uh, shortly after, I was I pretty much decided fuck it and just on Xbox on pretty much everything that I was playing at the time. I started using that as my uh, gamer tag. At least if it gave me the option to change the name, that is right, right. Um, but the reason why it's King Kai is originally, oh, originally it was like a couple months after I joined TFP that I was going to end up on. Um, changing my name to uh, TFB Carius. But it was because of oh, Truth Lives, yourself, you should, you should remember this. Um, and uh, at the time it was, um, his name was The Rex Valor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Currently yeah, yeah. is TFB Valor. Both the oh, Rex, he was, he always called me Team Kai. I don't know why to this day. I still don't really know why. But when we first, uh, shortly after we first met, that's what he was calling me. Okay. Uh, and eventually, both you pretty much just talked me into just changing it. Instead of it being uh, TFB Terrius, because it was like that for probably like all five minutes, mm-hmm. to um, being TFB Teen Time. Because uh, when I was changing my name, that was, it was actually. Uh, around the time that um, Xbox gave you that one free name change. Mm-hmm. The new system was, and everything, yeah. Yeah. It was after that. It was immediately after that um, when I changed my name to um, TFP Carius that I, uh, about five minutes later, I ended up spending that 10 bucks just to change it again. Mm. Are you at least happy with it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh. You gotta fucking listen to the chain, man. That's true too. That's true too. <sighs> All right. That's awesome, though, man. Like, that's really cool. I mean, I'm glad you you like your name. Uh, that's just badass. I like hearing your story, dude. That was pretty cool. Um, the fact that you really didn't get to grow up with an NES, you know that. NESs are fun. Let's be real. That was those are fun times, man. Granted, I know that. It's just it was a lot to the draw. I really didn't. 
as it is, I didn't even get my own. Well, my dad didn't buy me my actual first console until I was... Fucking what? Late elementary, I think. Maybe early school. That's not bad. See, I was... The only reason why I had an NES was because it was my dad's. My dad had it. Don't know what for, but he had it, and that's the only reason why I had one. Yeah, um, uh, the, um, the Nintendo 64, I didn't even know about it until, um, what, about five years ago? Five, six years ago? Oh, damn. Because that was my, that was my grandmother's. Damn. And, oh, uh, my dad, he, he didn't have a console of his own, at least as far as I know. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. Well, I think we're It's all in the blood of the draw. Oh, no, you're good. Yeah, you're not wrong. Not wrong at all. Um, I'm trying to think what else I could ask you real quick. I, I had some questions in my mind as we were talking, and now I just now I've lost them. I just can't think what they are. I should just start typing in my notes as I go. <laughs> oh, if you um, easiest thing is if you remember by the end of the podcast, I put it out. But oh, oh that's true too. I can always put it out. Yeah, yeah, I could do that too. And, and then oh, <laughs> at the end when we're answering more questions, just put it there, man. You know. Gotta use the melon. That's true too. Wait, we use our heads? Uh, occasionally, <laughs> unless we're supposed to. <laughs> the question is, which head? <laughs> yeah, that's also another thing too. <laughs> uh, all right, I think we're gonna move on to our movies and entertainment section. So, what I want to start out with is, I want you to start out with is what movies, TV shows, anime, YouTube, whatever the fuck you've been doing. Watching wise, what have you been watching like as of late? Uh, personally, truthfully, I, I've been watching more. Um, uh, well, I've been rewatching South Park since the current season actually just started about what a couple weeks ago, something like that. Uh, rewatching some of the uh, some of the episodes, at least whatever's showing on Puppy Central. Um. Recently, though, uh, like within the last couple of days, I actually started watching a show on the History Channel called Forged and Fire. Huh. It is basically a uh, it's a competition show that uh, pits four um, uh, bladesmiths against each other to pretty much uh, craft a blade in a set amount of time. Damn, that's kind of badass sounding. It's actually really fucking cool. I, I thoroughly enjoy the show so far. And thing is, Tuesday, from what I from what I remember, is actually the start of the new season. Oh, nice, nice. Um, I've also been watching, um, actually catching up on since at one point I did start watching it, but catching up on the Curse of Oak Island, you know, since mystery uh, mystery shows, especially if it's um, uh, actually real life crap like that. Right. Even if it's in history, I actually do enjoy hearing about it. You know, granted, will I ever be out there doing shit like that myself? Nah, nah. Fuck to the no. Knowing my luck, I would probably, oh, I would probably break something or worse. <laughs> right. <laughs> my luck, too. Oh, that's cool, though. Anything oh. else? TV shows, movies... Truthfully, if I've I've been meaning to catch up on um on some anime, so actually start watching some of the new ones and stuff like that. Okay. But 
I haven't really haven't really had the time, especially since the only platform that I actually can actually stream, uh, stream it on is my phone. But as mm-hmm. console, Xbox, there's not really oh, not really any good ones. Maybe VRV, but you're, you're losing off using crunch. You're, you're, oh, you're pretty much straight up losing the uh, losing out on everything from foot and on Funimation. But since they since their deal went bad uh, a couple years ago, so you're you're losing out on a lot of fucking anime through that. And yeah, Crunchyroll is good too, but I haven't had a, subs- a subscription since, with them since high school, so. I never had it. I was watching One Piece through Crunchyroll. This was a while ago. Like three, four years ago. I, I need to finish it actually. I was watching it and. Well, that's the thing. I will say this. It'll, it'll actually probably piss off a lot of One Piece fans, but. In my opinion, One Piece fucking sucks. I never did into it. I didn't mind it. It took me a while to get into it. Like, if it's good story, but I watched it in. I, I'm a. I don't hate me for this, but I'm a dubbed anime guy. I don't do subtitled anime. I don't fucking care. I, 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 <clears throat> some people get pissed. I'm off. not one of these fucking. I'm not one of these hardcore fucking weebs who uh, get pissed off at uh, at that when someone ends up um, saying dubbed is better or subbed is better. I don't fucking care. Anime is anime. That's true too. You want to watch it one way? Go ahead. You, oh, at least don't fucking get pissed at others for watching it their own preferred way. Right. Well, I, I just was saying I, I usually watch it dubbed, but Crunchyroll that was the only time I ever watched any anime subtitled. And it wasn't too bad. It was actually pretty decent. Took a while to get used to watching the screen and learning to read really fucking quick. Yeah, it... <laughs> watch it, it, it <laughs> when, when you're not used to it, it does actually put in perspective oh, how yeah. um, how quickly you need to actually fucking read that shit. Oh, yeah. If really not, fun. you're going to be lost. Really fun, though. I was enjoying it. It wasn't too bad. I think I made it into, I think, like, like episode 100 and something, I think. I think. I, uh, I actually got a question for you. I don't remember if you actually went over this with any of your with any of the previous guests. I don't know. But what's your favorite anime? Oh, okay. Yeah, I've never done that. I've never answered that question. I don't think any of my – I've never asked anyone about anime. I might throw that in there. Um, <laughs> that's a question to ask next time. Uh, I would say I'm a big fan of Fairy Tale. Don't hate me for that, but I, I really enjoy the story. I'm not. It, it, fairy Tale is good. I, oh, no, no matter which iteration you're watching, it's it's good. You know, it when is good. I watched so when it first started out, like the first like two episodes, they didn't have the whole. Don't sit close to the TV, but it, as soon as it went into that, it, w- it felt more childish at that point, up until a certain point. And then it went yeah. back into more of a teenager, adult style. And then as the, the, after they hit, what was it, a hundred and something episodes on their first series, it then got uh, taken off, and then they read, then they started it again for a second series, and it continued where they left off. Due to oh, perm- oh. Him to continue writing the manga. Yeah, it's because um, them, unlike a lot of the other uh, producers, directors, whatever, whoever's to actually blame on it for some of the others. The filler. They're not just they're oh they're not just sort of fucking um uh, make shit up as they go. Well, you they know? did. They but do is, have a few. They do. Have oh a few yeah. Uh, 
they they, they do have they do have some fillers. I know that that I do know. But mean by mean by for the likes of um uh like with Bleach or with um Naruto. Holy crap! It's they follow that story because. I look. I, did, I did you Ed, did you actually did you actually know that? Um, I believe it is um, season two. The bounce art is entirely mm-hmm. freaking filler. Yes, I do know this. <laughs> I actually have a, a Word doc on my PC or my hard drive that has all my movies and stuff on it. Um, that they, uh, states which 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 um, arcs because I'm weird. Which arcs and which um, episodes are all filler? Yes. Yeah, I know. I am the same way. I am the same way. And uh, when uh, when I was watching Bleach, when I when I I completely binge watched this entire thing. I need to finish Bleach. But I'm I'm still. I I watched. It took me about a week, and that's without any of the fillers. Damn. But that was also with that was also with me going to school, playing video games, Mm -hmm. doing all that shit. I need to finish it. Bleach was fun. But yeah, Fairy Tale is my number one. I need to finish their third series since it is their last series since the end of the yeah. manga. I need to finish it and watch it. You really do, man. Sounds really good. Oh, when it comes down to anime, well, my favorite one since. Answer that question, please. Out of courteous, I, I will answer the question since I was the one who asked it and I'm the guest. Um, what my favorite anime is actually going to be pretty much a tie, a tie between three. That three animes that I could just throw on at any point and I, oh, I'll enjoy them. Mm-hmm. Hands down. One of them, at this point, is could be considered a classic, but it's also truly not widely known. It's oh, it's a it's one called it's one that's called Blue Gender. It is never heard of it. Uh, like a, it's a, it's an older one. It's like either early two thousands or uh, late oh nineteen nineties. Okay. Yeah, that's what that's so. It. It, it's it, it does have that um dated animation style, but. Hey, there it, are some good ones that are like that, though. Oh, I know, I know. But it is also really, really good. I do suggest you actually watch it. I have to look. Um, uh, second one, again, it's also, it also has that um, dated animation style. Um, fairly recently, I think within the last couple of years, they actually finally finished, uh, finished it up. It's called Initial D. It's got some games based off of it, same with yeah. um, some movies. Yep, I've heard of it. Uh, don't, don't get me wrong, I, I may not like racing games, but I did actually enjoy the, oh, uh, I did actually enjoy the, um, it was, I did enjoy it. Don't, still don't know why, just did. Nice. Well, Initial D's got that great soundtrack that just adds so much to it. Well, the soundtrack's phenomenal. It is, it is, it really is. It oh, so much and... And then the the show. And the last one, I know I'm going to get some hate from this one, but it is probably the one that is actually the most well-known. And it's also one that I know that it's either you love it or you hate it. Mm. There's really no in-between about it. Um, The last one, it's called Angel Beats. 
Oh, I've, it is. Watched, I've, I've seen every single except for episode except for that last episode because I didn't want to watch it. <laughs> it is such a fucking great anime, though. I fucking love it, but to this day, no matter how many times I've... Oh, I have watched it. The ending still kills there's you. Only cer- there's certain parts in that that there's... That... I will cry like a little bitch. Yeah, I don't blame you. It is a sad. It is a sad anime. It really is. That's why I don't want to watch the last episode. But, I don't. I've never wanted to watch it. I'm like, nope, mm-mm, nope. You, you, dude. You, you need to just rip it off like a bandaid. Just watch it. You know. Your brother brought the tears through it. I'm like, yeah, nope, mm, no. That's not happening. It is. It is fucking great though. It is probably the best way that they could have actually ended it off. Sadly, I still want them to make a fucking, uh, at least a, I don't know, a fucking one-hour movie or so, just fucking say, uh, saying what the hell the fucking, um, at least the main ones are doing now, you know? Yeah, right. But, especially with the fucking last, um, like, two minutes of the fucking, sh- of the, uh, finale, so yeah. I have to watch it, I have to watch it all over from the beginning, just remember all the stuff that's going on. <laughs> been- oh, yeah. Oh, I know, I know. Trust me, it's not just me talking about it. Actually, oh, I actually want to throw it on. No, I actually just want to fucking throw it on and watch it again, knowing knowing full well that I'm going to be fucking uh, crying like a little bitch. We should do what is that called? There's an application. I think it's called Rabbit. See if that's the thing still. Let me real quick see if it's still an application out there on phones. Um, no, I don't know if it's how you spelled it. Is it? It's not what I'm looking for. Uh, so what was it? Exactly what did it do? Um, it's like a viewer. Um, there it is. Um, no, it's not anymore. They they must have taken it down. But it used to let you group up in like a uh, uh, like a party of sorts, like how they used to do in um, Netflix days back on Xbox 360s. At one point, they used to have those watch parties. Oh, the the the, the viewing parties. Yeah, yes. You used to do that kind of stuff. But they had this program on your phone. You could get on your phone, your computer, stuff like that, using a web browser, and um, it let you watch stuff together. My huh. um, wife and I were going to do it at one point before we got married. When we were in different places, we used to do that. We were going to. We just never ended up doing it. It looks like they have another app out there. It's called Cast that also does it as well. I'm not really sure. I'd have to look into it. Well, if it, if it actually works like that, one of these days, me, you, uh, we should get, we get. Yeah, we can get a group together. Yeah, me, you, me. probably Panda, and a couple others. You know, who actually yeah, um, uh, watch party? Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, you know, of either movies or just fucking anime. Yeah, something, something funny, something good. You know, but. Uh, yeah, because we could do something like that. We could have some fun with that. That'd be fun. Oh, hell yeah. It'd be fucking great. Yeah. So, any other movies, TV shows, anime, anything like that? Yeah, I didn't mean to not ask you that same question, though. I was going to ask you the same question. It's just my brain was not in the mo- in that moment. Briefly, not really. There's, um, I've, I pretty much said everything that I've been watching recently. There's, Really, not much. Okay. Especially since I just moved, I don't really have the funds or the time really to go out and watch a movie. Right. Right. It's okay. I've just been binge watching uh, Stargate SG One as of late. Yeah, Stargate. 
Hey, hey, it's not bad. It's not a bad show. The first season is kind of mad. Okay, okay, yes, I get it. Okay, yes, I get it. It's not a bad show, but still, no, I would, when it comes down to either that or anything else like it, I'd much rather watch Battlestar Galactica, and I thoroughly enjoy that show. Battlestar Galactica. Both, old and new. Okay, because the old one was pretty good. It has that guy from... Uh, Dude. Shit, what is that TV show he was on? It's a Western... Um, oh, crap. I have to look this up now, too. That's going to irritate me. Fuck. <laughs> I didn't want to look this up for a reason. Um, oh, man, what is his name, too? I disappointment truth. Do you know who it is? Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you know who I'm talking about? There's a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys in that show. The 1960, the 1978, and the 1979. The original Battlestar Galactica. Then, then off off top of my head, I don't. uh, I truthfully, I can't figure out who you're talking uh, talking about this since there's a lot of guys in that show. Lorne Green. I want to say that's how you pronounce his name. Um, He played or on uh, Bonanza. That was the TV show. Yeah, that one I never actually watched. Oh, I watched. That was that was a good show. Good show. I watch a lot of westerns. My family watched a lot, a lot of westerns. So, but he's I, I never really did. Amidala. But I've seen both. I like Battlestar Galactica as well. It's one of those ones I would watch, I would watch again. But uh, no, I like SG One. I just started watching it again. I'm probably gonna pick up uh, Stargate Atlantis next after that. I might try and finish Stargate Universe, even though I really don't care for it. I've never watched all both seasons, but I don't really care for the way the show is going with it. And then um, I just finished uh, Star Trek uh, Lower Decks. That was funny as fuck, if you like that. If you don't, if you've never seen Star Trek, you may not get 90% of the references because that's all it's going to be. I don't, I don't <laughs> like Star Trek. I Trust me, I've tried... I have tried, but my question is: Is what Star Trek did you watch? Like, what uh, have you seen? Because if you've seen certain ones, I could see that. But it just a bit. Both of the uh, more recent movies. Oh, the I've movies seen. These are totally different than the TV shows. Um, I don't. The thing is, I don't remember which uh, TV show it was that I tried watching. But well, if you have Netflix. I recommend Voyager. Oh, of course I have Netflix. Okay. I recommend Voyager. Um, Voyager, the first season, it takes a little while to get into. I mean, they have some pretty good episodes in there. But by second season, third season, it's, it's picked up and it's much better. But the first uh, season, it's an experiment. They did, um, like, it's the first time they, they, they had a show where it's basically lost in space. Their their entire ship is lost out in the middle of another in, in another galaxy. Basically, or another no, another quadrant within the galaxy, or something like that. I can't remember. Exactly. Oh, basically, for uh, at this point, if we're doing no recommendations, I don't know if it's still on uh, Netflix, but um, uh, give Terra Nova a watch. Which one's that one? I think I've heard that. Is that that uh, old? Is that anime? Is that that animated TV? It's show? not. No, no, it's not animated. Let me look quick and see what that is. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen the, I've seen pictures of this. I've actually never have actually watched it. It's actually really fucking good. It looks good. They've got some pretty decent looking actors in it. I just had to look it up again. 
I was trying to figure out what it was. I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess I know this is. No, it's all, it's all good. Truthfully, truthfully, it's understandable. It's actually, if from, off from my head, I believe it only has one season. Yeah, it's only got one. Um, sadly, but it's a great show. I just wish that they, that they actually continued it. Oh yeah. But if you like that, um, it it didn't it didn't bring in enough ratings. Yeah, there's um there's that one. Um, Dark Matter. Have you ever seen Dark Matter? It's another science fiction show. Made by Sci-Fi, yes. Canadian show. They well, that's the thing. It, and they, the first two are great. The third season, they did a horrible way of ending that show, even though it was canceled. And I'm like, they could have written it out as an ending. Dude, there, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of sci-fi shows, whether it's been shown on sci-fi or just has the that genre. Yeah. That they don't they don't have a lot of um, good endings. True. That's true. Like, uh, what was that one? Firefly. Firefly was great. It's a wonderful show. They could have taken that show many, many places, but then it got canceled and they made a TV movie instead. Yeah, that TV movie pissed me off. And I was like, wow. Wow, you could have taken that TV show way more places than that movie could have. And I haven't even watched the movie, but I know the movie is not going to be the greatest thing in the world. It's not. Trust me. It is. <laughs> can, it's on it compared to the show. Watch to finish the story of Firefly, but it's not one of those things I'm like in a hurry to watch. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, truthfully, it's understandable. I would give it. A, uh, I, I would. I do suggest give it a watch just to actually finish off the story, so that way you know what happened, how it ends. Yeah. But you you already know it's not the greatest. Mm-mm. Um. What else is there? Science fiction, real quick. I just, I'm just trying to think of some more science fiction shows out there that are really bad, <laughs> pretty horrible seasons to the ending. Um, oh man, I've seen so much science fiction, something funny. Eureka is one of them that they did a horrible ending for that. That was horrible, horrible. Yeah. That horrible season. Yeah. That was a horrible season. Oh here. Yeah, that was the you disappear for a couple of months, and lo and behold, you've been captured, put into a uh, controlled. Like a, oh, I don't know how to pronounce that. What do you call that? Uh, alternate reality game, kind of in a way. Your mind is inside of a computer, basically. It's pretty in, fucking much. In, a, in an alternate universe or whatever. I don't know. Weird, weird shit. And oh well, yeah. And then they then they're free from it, and then boom, here comes it again. Except now it's on the real world. The robots are coming into the real world in some weird shit, you know. So I just I was like, this is so stupid. This season sucks. And then that last episode, the way they end it, they have a the uh, Eureka's being sold or shut down, and then some guy, the guy from one of the other seasons, buys it back, but they don't do anything else with it. I'm like, they could have kept that show going for a while longer, but no, no, yep. Well, along the I, same I, vein I, as I um, like that, I like that show. <laughs> Oh yeah, granted, I I understand. Um, one show, it's actually really, really good. I've I haven't actually finished it myself. I've only done up to season three, but it's uh, from um, it's one of the shows that's been shown on the CW. Uh, it's the One Hundred. Oh, that is a good one. Yeah, the One Hundred. Yeah, I have watched all the way up into the latest season. I haven't watched the latest season yet. Need yeah, I've only done only up, uh, I've only done up to um season three. It's pretty good. I mean, it gets weird. Oh yeah, I know. It, the show's already a weird premise, but 
mean, it's not bad. It like, the first season was amazing. That was so good. The second season oh. it was kind of eh. Third season, it's eh. You know, it, it, I don't know. First season was great, though. Here, let's drop 100 oh. on the planet and just say fuck you. <laughs> Pretty fucking much. Yeah, no. Um, also, Haven is another good one. Oh, I haven't. I've, I think I've heard of that one. I've just never actually watched it either. It's a it's an older show. Some of the others that we that we've mentioned. Oh yeah, I've seen but that. it is that one. Haven is it is a good one. Oh, it's a video game named Haven. It's very anime. Yeah, I just happened to Google it too. <laughs> Well, that, well, that's fine. I, I'm, I'm actually sitting here looking at fucking on, on Netflix, just going through fucking ah, some okay. of the shows trying to okay. that I that I've been trying to figure out what the hell I'm trying to think of. Mm. Um, another good show for science fiction. It's not even science fiction. It's more modern, but also sci-fi at the same time. Is uh, the Last Ship? They only had five seasons. I watched all the way to season four, halfway through it, I think, and it was really good. Basically, imagine a horrible disease that ends up taking over the world, basically, and kills off 90% of the population, and you're trying to find the cure. And you are in a U.S. Navy ship. It's got some pretty good actors. It's actually got really decent actors. Uh, I'm trying to think what... Uh, um, just looking it up real quick so I can get some of the cast on there. But it um, stars the guy. I don't know if you've ever seen Grey's Anatomy. Um... I tried. It's it's one of those shows that I oh, that I couldn't get into. One of the doctors on Grey's Anatomy stars as the captain. Then you've got Adam Baldwin. If you've ever seen any of his stuff, like uh, a fucking horse, he played on uh, Chuck. Yeah, I know. I I know who Adam Baldwin is. Yep. He he plays on that. He's actually the the CEO for the the ship. So it's pretty badass. He's he's really cool. But they, nice. they have so many people in here that's really cool. Uh, Travis Van Winkle. He's from uh, Friday the 13th, Transformers, Meet the Spartans, you know, all kinds of movies. And, yeah, he's badass. Good actor. All these guys that they picked for the show are really good actors. Like, I mean, they, they did a really good cast job with this show. Oh, truthfully, I don't, I, I don't doubt it. It's really – this, this show is really good. That's all I got to say. <clears throat> if you want to check out something like that, it's really cool. I know Hulu had it at one point. I don't know if they still do or not. But yeah. Um. Also, oh, when I was speaking of Forged and Fire, it's actually on Netflix. Oh, it is sweet. sweet mm-hmm. uh, they only have one season. It's only been out for well, at least season one's been was a uh, uh into Netflix. It's been out for a year now. So yeah. Next season, yeah, it's coming out this year for another season then. Soon. Yeah. This coming week. Nice. Nice. All right. So that was movies and entertainment we've been watching. <laughs> Let's move on. What games have you been playing as of late? I see you on Path of Exile all the time, but what other thing? What else have you been playing? Well, obviously, aside from Path of Exile, um, Destiny. Recently, been been getting back into it, trying to uh, knock off all the rust because since. About halfway through the season, I stopped playing. You know, just truthfully got burnt out, got a bit bored. So, uh, Diablo three, I've been playing. I, I love the game. And the last time you touched it was um when me and you were playing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the same season going, or is it a different one? It's the same one currently. Hmm. I, I actually have no idea when it's ending. Okay. Um, the Monster Hunter of... I've been debating on actually getting back into and trying to finish up Near Automata, but God, it's a fucking long game. Worth it, but it's a long game. Never heard of it. Uh, Remnant from the Ashes, a great game. If you have Game Pass, I suggest you download and try it out. Remnant from the Ashes? Isn't that like a, a, a modern shooter style, um, what is it? Dark Souls? Uh, e- easiest way that it's um, that it's been described, at least a lot of people that I know have described it as, is essentially Dark Souls but with guns. That's what I was trying to explain. That's what I was trying to say. I knew it was Dark Souls and something. What it was. Um, <laughs> and also again, along the same vein as Dark Souls, I've been oh, I've been I, I went back and started playing Toad Vein again. Hmm. Oh, and for when it comes down to any online games, uh, DC Universe Online. I enjoy that game, despite it being as old as it, as it is, and admittedly being kind of crap on console. And pay to win. <laughs> not, not really. Have they updated it since? Well, that's the thing. It's, at least oh, from the way I've seen it, especially f- uh, from uh, seeing both sides of with the membership and without, mm-hmm. it's never really felt like a, a pay-to-win game. Okay. Even, even with the membership, it didn't really feel like there was any um, bigger aspects. The only real benefit is, yeah, you could, um, yeah, you have what? Think, oh, you, yeah, yeah, you gain access to the episodes without having to actually pay for them. Mm-hmm. And oh, in the long run, it's actually better to do that because you'd be spending from the how many episodes are in there, you'd be spending close to a hundred bucks just to gain access to all the episodes. Okay. But and also Call of Duty, you know, I main, mainly modern, well, mainly um, Warzone. I, I I play on that one. Okay. Not really a big fan of Warzone myself. I'm not a big battle royale game. Well, that's one of the few uh, view uh, battle royales that I actually enjoy. Mm. That one and Apex, but Apex, I would need to re-download it. For a good portion of it, I just straight up stopped playing. Okay. Oh, and also Warframe. I thoroughly enjoy Warframe to this day. Another one that you need to pick back up on. No, yeah, I need. I do need to get back on Warframe. I need to continue grinding all that shit out. But yeah, truthfully, that's really about it. Oh, also one thing I didn't mention is Smites. I enjoy Smites. Smite, that's another one. I just actually got a message just recently. Wasn't it? Uh... From Xbox, they gave out a uh, what was it, Smite something, like a skin or something like that. Oh, it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They gave out skins for two characters for uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was Shredder and uh, yeah. What's the fucking rat name? I can't think of the what the fuck's the rat name. Shit, I, it is lost. I can think of Shredder, but I can't think. Master of Master Splinter. That's who it is, Splinter. Okay, thank you, thank you. I couldn't remember who it was. It was really irritating me now. Obviously. <laughs> but I'm like, what? Um, but yeah, they, they gave out those skins just recently, and then I got another message for Rogue Company. I think they gave out another skin for Rogue Company, I believe. Or a weapon or some weird shit. Really? Yep. Huh. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Road Company. Uh, I may have it, but I actually haven't played it in a while. Maybe we should do it one day. So, yeah. It's it's actually pretty fun. It's it's a. It's, it's definitely, if you played Counter Strike, plus Overwatch. Me, truthfully, me, you and Sonic should actually play it one of these days. Yeah, we could. Since do that. I know he has it. Yeah, we could do that. Down. But that that is a game for another day. Yes, it is. Give me other games you're playing. Truthfully, not really. Okay. Cool. I've been playing kind of a mix of everything. I went and played, uh, Zeke and I are playing uh, a, mul a multiplayer run of Stellaris. It's pretty fun. It's been interesting. I keep falling asleep on him because we do it like at dead at night. So I'm sitting there like half asleep anyways. And it's a quiet game. You're not like doing a lot of motion, not a lot of running around and things like that. So <laughs> I just I fell asleep on my couch like twice on his ass. I feel so bad, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, truthfully, I, I I bet on that one. And then uh, but. Squadrons, which isn't too bad. It's actually pretty fun. I haven't played much of the campaign. I played some multiplayer, mostly AI, but it's pretty fun. Um, I tried jumping into Battlefield Five the other day, Battlefront Two the other day. No, I've just been kind of running around everywhere else. I did some... Did Destiny this morning doing uh, Catalyst and stuff like that, getting that done before the season ends. So, yeah. It's been fun. Not much myself. I haven't really been playing much games. I've been busy like this past week. Getting off work really fucking late. Yeah, oh, I've I've noticed that one. Yeah, I was getting up like, like this entire week besides today because I had to call in. But, uh, we, uh, like, what was it, uh, Wednesday, I didn't get home until, like, 5.30, because I had to, we straight up had three trucks back to back on our, I had to unload our personal truck, because it required us to get two people to do, un to unload it. Yeah. Ass. And then, we get another truck that comes in, he brings his, his, uh, break their pickup truck with a trailer and we had to unload that and then then we had to unload an actual freight truck with uh what was it 18 18 bins from a client and these all have to weigh at least 26,000 pounds not 26,000 sorry 2600 each so I'm the guy inside the trailer with a pallet jack dragging that shit up because the drivers don't do it <sighs> And then backfilling it because we had to send stuff back to the client. So <laughs> it was a busy day that day. Oh, truthfully, I don't fucking doubt it. Yeah, I, I, it's been a busy week for me. Busy week. Like nonstop busy. So haven't gained much this week. Next week I'll be on more because, you know, beyond light. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah. Um. Cool. Well, I think that's it for our movies and entertainment. Unless you got anything to add to it. Briefly, no, not really. Cool. Cool. Well, I think we're gonna move on to our uh, show topic of the week. Uh, just after this. Oh yeah. 
All right, it's that time of the week. We're going to do our show topic of the week, which is uh, we're going to cover kind of like the Vidoc that was out, what was it, two weeks ago? And then the tra- the teaser they gave us today, and then a tweet that Luke Smith went out. So we're going to first cover the Vidoc, because we, uh, we just went over that real quick and looked at it and watched it again, just to get it fresh on our minds again. But what were your thoughts on the Vidoc? Well, my specific thoughts on the Vidoc is, one, shit actually looks freaking great. I'm hoping that the um, the gameplay and all that is actually as great as I think it is going to be. Mm-hmm. But chances are I'm skeptical because Bungie's disappointed a lot in the past, and I'm hoping that it's actually, that it's actually really good, especially given that they've had, what, Two extra months to work on it. Mm-hmm. And finish getting out as many bugs as they can. Yeah. I mean, we know. I hate to say this. We know it's going to have bugs. Every yeah, game it, it, or something like this. It's always going to have bugs. There's going to be people crashing. There's going to be people who can't even straight up connect. But that's problems for later. Because mm-hmm. there's really nothing that we can actually do except for just be prepared for anything. Right. Essentially, pray for the best. Well, yeah, pray for the best, but prepare for the worst. Yep. Not wrong there. So, I just want to ask you a real quick question on that. Did you notice that there was, like, two new, like, like uh, quite a few new enemy race or enemy types in that? Like, I don't know if you noticed the new Fallen. He's almost like a, a mix between um, Scourge of the Past boss, which I can't think of his name right now, and, like, a walker tank. Did you notice Insurrection that? Insurrection Prime? Yes. Insurrection Prime, yes. Yes, I, I noticed. And truthfully, I'm actually glad that they're, that it's not going to be just a one-and-done type of um, uh, enemy, enemy type, you know? Yeah. Granted, more than likely they're going to be akin to, like, majors. Definitely not ultras, but at, at the least a major. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. I think it'd be interesting to add some new unique, uh, well, unique gameplay to it because it, it, we've been it's been stagnant. I mean, we've been fighting the same Fallen since D1 in all reality. And also, if you if you didn't notice, uh, when it comes down to um, us along the same time, uh, same type as uh, different enemy uh, typings, there's um that Vex. Not really the Vex. Yeah, yeah the Vex uh, uh, is interesting, essentially just a heartbeat with the uh, fucking um, uh, with um, lates, uh, with lates for days. Because <laughs> let's uh, let, let's fucking let's fucking face it. Those are those are some pretty damn fucking long lates. Look like yes. they were ripped straight off of a fucking um a minotaur. minotaur. They were, and it looks like they were just a minotaur that they just like okay, well we got to do something different besides a minotaur. We'll just take it and put a heartbeat on it. Fuck but. It. <laughs> At least com- combating it looks interesting, it, you know. It's got Doesn't look mechanic like that. I, it was kind of cool to see that, like it pops up in like a harpy form and it drums right back down with its legs. But cool. what I was actually going to bring up was, um, at one point it's when they're talking about Shiva or Wrath and it's the season, the, one, yeah, the 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 knights. Um, specific. Spe- yes. Yeah, that one. That one's actually- Truthfully, to me, to me, based off the body style and the head shape and all that. Doesn't look straight up, um, hive. Looks more like this combination of cabal and hive. That's what I was gonna say too, is cabal. Cause, uh, she was saying, the lady in, in the dock was saying that Shivu Arath is corrupting her own army. 
and yeah. and it's it's drawing in the Lixni and the Cabal and corrupting them. I'm like, okay, so we're gonna get some new enemy types just from that alone. We're gonna see like a hive looking fallen. We're gonna see a hive looking Cabal, which is pretty cool. And yeah, you're right. And truthfully, that night. Oh, that truthfully, at least my hopes on that one is that they're not just for uh, for the season itself. That they're actually spread out through well, uh, throughout normal gameplay in later seasons. Well, that's the know? thing though. If you remember. They did state that all of the content from Season of the Hunt and any season later on throughout the entire year is sticking around till the end of the year. Oh, I know, but uh, meaning by not just tied to the uh, activities. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like later on down the road, we might get uh, a random cabal that's been taken over by the Hive, or Hive Corrupted, whatever yeah, I'm... you call it, in the middle of a, a, a strike or some weird shit. Yeah, I'm hoping that they're, or even if it's just in free roam, you know, That'd be cool. I'm hoping that you can actually see some of that crap. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. You're not wrong. Now, be fun. now my whole thing about when it comes down to uh, Season of the Hunt, granted, I know there's a lot of people, and I mean a lot of people, that straight up freaking hate Aldrin. I mean, I don't hate him. But, at least when it comes down to me. I'm actually glad that they've that they didn't leave that as just a loose end. Yeah. That they're actually doing something with him again. You know, I actually want to see more of how his how his character develops. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know? it'd be cool. It would be cool because, again, as they said, he is a totally different person. Yeah. He's not. Because it's it's not it's not just what they said too. It's from lore wise because if you remember, every guardian. Is wiped clean when they're resurrected. Yeah, you know. At least the first resurrection. So I mean, he, because... he's he's a totally different person. He's the crow. He's not and Oldensov. And also one other thing. One thing is when it comes down to it, even with our own guardian, we don't even know what the hell they were before we were resurrected. True. For all we know, our fucking guardian could have been a mass murderer. That's true too. Honestly, that's true. I always thought it was interesting, like, if you ever played Destiny 1, it's launched whenever it launched, and you created your character. I, my first character was an, an Exo, and I find it funny that an Exo was revived by the light in that campaign mission. It never made sense to me, but it was, it was really interesting, but, you know, you, know, you, know, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, truthfully, yeah. It never made sense to me. I'm like, I'm an Exo. I'm a robot. Technically, I was just a little bit of battery power. Like, come on. <laughs> like, shit. But at least at the time, we didn't know about the lore behind Exos and all that. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, dropped you again. Let me write that down. Shift uh, seven. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, I saw that crash. So, so yeah. No, you're good. I saw, that. I saw that. I'm like, yep, that's going to happen. I'll just mark it. All right. But, um,. No, you're not wrong. We didn't know the lore behind it, but I mean, it's still not terrible. I mean, it was pretty cool. I mean, I'm, I, I mean, what else is there about the the Vidoc that was really interesting to see? I'm trying to think of some other stuff that was in there that was really cool. I like the dark mode that they added to the subclass. It wasn't just an added subclass section. It's actually a brand new menu. You open. Oh yeah, it. I know. I thought that was kind of cool. And oh, this was actually brought up. I believe it was brought up to me by um, um 
originally Gamertag was a premium Rikara or Rikara or whatever, but now it is a TFB Vesper. Um, at least I believe it was, him. it was either him or a Big Panda, one of the two. Um, they brought up, or or he brought up, um, the potential for more than just one yeah, darkness did, subclass. I did, saw, I did see that. It, does, it says subclasses, dark dark classes, or something like that. Exactly, and it also doesn't make any sense for there to just be one and done for the uh, darkness subclasses, mm-hmm. while the technically the light subclasses have three. Well, and then there's three sub. Uh, then there's three, um, even sub branches yeah. of those. Now I did you know. hear a rumor. I don't know if this is true or not, but they did state that they want to take all three subclasses from all three classes. So like Arc Solar Void from from all three. So Titan Hunter and Warlock. They want to turn them into the current version of what Stasis is becoming. In the sense that we're going to have artifacts, uh, the the fragments, and the what did I think called? Um, aspects. That one, yeah. And they, they, I, I don't know if it's true or not. I mean, it'd be cool to see how they would do it. I do feel like it'd make it better because it gives us more... I hope they do. Truthfully, on my end, I straight up hope that they do. Oh, man. I, I it why. would be fantastic. The the amount of builds we could make with that system... Because like, I'm looking forward to Beyond Light with the whole... Oh, yeah. The aspects and everything like that. With the fragments being... Universal and the aspects, you know, more whatever class you're playing as specific. But I mean, it's more class specific. That I'm I'm wondering how they do it, though. I am wondering if they're going to make the uh, fragments account bound or they're going to be character bound. I'm kind of curious to know if they're going to that way. It's more more likely to be account bound. I'd be cool with that. It is. If it was was character bound, it would have made sense, especially if for some reason you make, let's say, you have a hunter and you go to make another one. You would have to, if it's not account bound, you would have to refarm up those um, um, uh, fragments yeah. on that on that second hunter. You know, granted, I don't know why anyone would actually make another hunter, but well, yeah, eh. sure, weird. Or if you're yeah, like Gabe which, three accounts. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna throw that out there. <laughs> um, if you're if, if you have three accounts, then yeah, that would also one straight up. I'm just gonna say this be kind of weird, but especially now with the um, whole um, uh, cross-save thing, but... Yeah. Well, he likes bounties. He straight up said that uh, in one of his podcasts, he did state that he loved uh, bounties. That's uh, why he has three I guess. I guess, but me I personally... Why. I don't get it. Bounties are so fucking tedious. I know. So boring. Just so you know, this is uh, Gator from the Guardian Downcast Gar- Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> this is for everybody else here. That way they know who it is <laughs> to make fun of. <laughs> uh, no, uh, there was some pretty cool stuff. I mean, what else is there that they did? They did talk. They did show like that one cutscene. Did you notice that cutscene that shows Zavala standing next to two centurions and then in the background, which I just now noticed during this water viewing, is Osiris. Osiris is sitting back there. I'm like, this is yeah. kind of weird. Especially if you think think back to lore, Osiris is essentially forbidden from setting foot on the tower again. Mm-hmm. And well, they're not in the tower. That's the thing. So they're, no, they are on the tower. They are. See, it didn't look like that. The at tower. least that looked like one like the. Uh, well, at least at least I've. At least I believe it's. At least I, uh, me and a few others believe it is on the tower. If it's not, then then yeah, we stand corrected. But if it is on the tower. 
then that means lore-wise, he had to have his um, his ban lifted. See, I think it's not, because they're using... I've got a picture of it up right now in the uh, Destiny 2 spoilers on our Discord. Um, it's a meme, mind you, but it still works. But Well, yeah, and I'm pretty it, sure I know what meme, too. Yeah, it, it's pretty funny. But uh, if you look at it, it's not... It doesn't look like the tower. It looks like it's got the... It's got, like, a ball tech in the center. So it looks like one of those... Uh, that mining drill thing from that strike. I can't remember what the strike's name is off the top of my head, but you know what I'm talking about, right? That one strike we had to get that fucking uh, launch pad to turn around to be able to angle at the right place. Oh, I know, I know. Oh, but oh, do you want to know what it looks like to me, more, more or less? Go for it. At least the center pedestal, it looks more like um, of something that would actually be found more akin in the Dream City. Granted, it, do I think it's in the Dream City? No. 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 Hands down, no. no. Because, let's face it, Cabal, they wouldn't actually oh, go there on their own. I don't even know if they can get to the Dream City. That's what I'm trying to figure out is the big sense. Uh, they, 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 they could probably find it, yeah. Because, especially since especially since now, because the cryptid lifts are um, essentially calling them True. there. True. And one of them, it did show. I was trying to figure that out, because I was watching that, too, and you mentioned that... that um, what was that? Cabal Hive Knight thing. Yeah. It, I was like, okay, wait. This is the Dreaming City. There's no Cabal on the Dreaming City. You have Taken and then Scorn, which also I wish kind of, kind of wish they'd get rid of Scorn. Can I be honest with you? With them? I wish they would actually do something else with Scorn. You know, change them a bit, get rid of the freaking uh, stupid ass scream, but yeah, we can't have, we can't have everything. Screams aren't terrible. They're just faster than the fucking Cursed Thrall. They aren't. Terrible. But. They're not the problem. The problem is the fucking chieftains and their fucking tether shit. <laughs> yeah, mainly. Well, That's no, not even really. The, te- the tethers, tethers I could handle. Well, it's just. It's the streets. It's annoying. It's annoying. It gets in the way. You're busy doing something and all of a sudden, boom, you're tethered and you can't go anywhere. And you're like, what the fuck? It's more of an annoyance than anything. No, I'm true. All right. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Fuck it. But. Truthfully, at least from that picture, I do still think that it is on the tower, even if it's even if it's a, spe- a specially built room for it. I mean, yeah, I mean, it could be. We'll we'll find out in like what four days? Yeah, four days. Yeah, so, so, some shit like that, you know. So we'll who, see. who who's who's really counting at this point? You know, it's just four days from now. Exactly. We're waiting. Fucking <laughs> waiting. We're ready for this. I am so ready for Season of Rivals to be over. Like, I got on today, and I'm like... Dude, everyone is fucking... Everyone is ready. New I, Light players just starting now are ready. I know. I'm like... I looked at this, and I'm like... Oh, my word. We're still going at this? My word. Yeah, I know. Like, I just hit level 150, 141, which... Because I'm behind a month. Don't hate me for that one. But I'm like, Dude, I, I don't fucking care. I, I, I don't... I don't know how uh, how high mine is, but I know people are uh, freaking like 500 and some. No, Walk was last I heard. He was at like 500 and something. I'm like fucking hell, no life. Truthfully, <laughs> I no no. Oh, uh, truthfully, um, Diana Clan, um, Vormund Knight. I'm pretty sure he's just that high too. I was surprised. He, he from what I from what I know, he doesn't play anything else. He doesn't. That I know of. I haven't seen him on any of the games besides Destiny 2. Yeah. He's badass, though. He's a really cool guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, granted, he is. He's a fucking great guy, you know. I need to get back into a raid with him. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. After Beyond Light launches, we'll do a Last Wish together. 
be badass. Definitely, definitely. But, I was actually playing with that phone. Oh yeah, it was. Just, oh, fun. Good guy. Oh, yeah. Good conversations. Um, just trying to think what else there was in the in that that was interesting and I really wanted to talk about. I just can't think of it because so much information packed into it. You know. Uh, one of the things that I actually liked from the Vidoc um, is, one, the whole weather system. Yes. It is, one, I've been waiting for something like that to come to Destiny for a while now. Granted, when uh, Rise of Iron first dropped back in Destiny 1, I was hoping that something would be like that, but it was a snowy area. You know, mm-hmm. I was hoping something would be like that. But never happened. Never did. Well, um, on that topic, I don't. I mean, I don't mean to interrupt you on that, but could you imagine if they added a weather system to every single planet? Like Earth has the ability to, like on both the Cosmodrome and the EDZ, have weather patterns to where you could get rain some days, you could get snow. You know, it would just change randomly. What? Well, I would actually would love to see, um, at least for like the EDZ, but since it's a different um, area, it's a different climate. Um. I would love to see a heavy fucking monsoon. That'd be cool. You know, and I mean heavy to the point that uh, it even changes um, how you need to traverse uh, the area. Like it will freaking raise water levels in That'd be kinda cool, in, cer- in certain zones. I mean, I don't know if they'd ever be able to do that, but like I said, eh, it's getting to, cool. it's getting to yeah. the point that they might, you know? That's yeah, true. And they have the technology, they are working on it. Obviously, they made it with Beyond Light with the Europa, so they I mean they could change yeah. it eventually and say, "Hey, we're adding weather patterns to every planet now." But as one that that would just be something cool that they had. Yeah, it wouldn't be. Yeah, it'd be kind of annoying at some points. You know, just going along, and you enter an area that it's like flooded, and you can't get through there, or else you die. Well, you know, but it's so many but is, landing zones. You really don't need to. Derive. But is oh, let, let's let, let, let's also face it. Um, for being super super powered badass guardians, we apparently don't know how to swim. I know that's fine. I do think that's funny. I always loved it whenever we're doing. Oh, was it season of the worthy? And on Earth, they had that one spot for the the, the uh, activity in that water section here. Like, if I go too far that way, I die. Yet there's this yeah. puddle here. That I have to stand in, yet I can't go where they're trying to spawn at. I'm like, that's fucking stupid. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever, Bungie. <laughs> but little things like that annoy me, but I also think it's just fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's whatever. That'd be cool, though. I do agree that'd be kind of fun. That was actually a really cool um, idea that they did bring in. I was like, that's kind of cool. Oh, another thing that I did actually find interesting... Probably not as cool as like the weather pattern thing, but mm-hmm. uh, at least how they um, do the sounds. Yes, I, that was interesting you know? too. I like. Uh, well, I've always liked foley art. Art, and that's what it's called, is foley. Yeah, it's something like that. Something, I don't know how to. It's like foliage, is what they call it. Um, oh, I know. I know. They use real world sounds, like they'll like I saw a video of them. Oh, what was it? What game was it? Star Wars Republic Commandos. They had a video of their art team doing this, their their sound team doing this, but they had this little preview of a guy, he was trying to make a, like a weird crunching noise, so he took a whole thing of celery, and he just twisted it in front of a microphone, and it made that really weird, like, like I don't know, soft bone cracking sound, I guess. Yeah. It was really cool. And I'm like, that's kind of cool. And I'm like, that's kinda, that, that makes sense of where that sound came from now. 
Oh, one th- the one thing this this I have been actually waiting all freaking week, actually longer than a week now, to actually bring up uh, and talk to you about in this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's not something in the Vidoc itself. Mm-hmm. It's actually it was shown in the um, story reveal trailer. Ooh, that one I didn't talk about. Either. Um. The, uh, you know, that one scene in, in that where you see Eris Moore and Drifter and, um, the stranger, uh, fighting using stasis. Yes. You do realize that the first actual Guardian, one who actually holds the name of Guardian, or at least title of Guardian, um, who actually had stasis is Eris. And do you want to know why I think that? Why? Think back, think back to a year ago. It's the end of the Shadowkeep uh, campaign trailer. Not the one with our guardian talking to the freaking darkness. No, no, no. The one with Eris going up to the statue. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that when a she placed her hand? That, wasn't that a teaser after during the uh, Festival of the Lost, which is in October, and it came out in September or some weird shit? No, no. That was actually that was an actual um video. That was an actual cutscene in the game. Mm. I'm sure you just start up a new character and still see that cutscene as well. Probably. But when she placed her hand on the at the base of that statue where you get the uh, what was the artifact for her own, uh season of a nine excuse me. Oh her orb went crystalline. Now, now look at, now look at the freaking, um, now look at the, um, uh, story reveal trailer. Her space rock, her orb, is the same way. Oh yeah, let me me see if I can find the picture real quick. I'm just trying to find this picture. Um, statue, real quick, uh. There it is. Okay, so I, I see the picture of what the one you're talking about. It does turn that like crystalline, like blue, weird-looking color. It yes. It out like darkness was consuming it and, and taking it over. And then that at that point is where I believe that she actually gained access to stasis. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, you, you could be. You could be right. Truly, you could. And then, of course, there's Drifter, and then, um, Drifter and the Stranger. But yeah. let's face it, Drifter—he's been around a long time, so I'm pretty sure he already had access to it before he even came back to the tower. You got to remember, he was a a dredgen as well. So, being a dredgen doesn't really mean shit. No, but I mean they did have access to but that area. They did do a what lot I, oh, of interesting things with that. What I mean by what I mean by though is. Since a uh, sense of how he is being uh, pretty much survival by any means, I'm sure he already had access to that way before then. Especially if you look at it from him compared to the, a lot of the other directions, he was he is uh, one of he he is and was one of the more tame ones. True. Because truthfully, I think his fucking actual dredgen title was dredgen hope or some shit like that. Yeah. If I actually remember, if I if I actually remember the lore entry. Um, but truthfully, I'm pretty sure he already had access to it as well. Because yeah, he threw out a freaking like a hottie puck type disc thing, but truthfully, could have just been a freaking stasis grenade he, he tossed out. 
Yeah. No, no, wrong. I'm trying to find it where, where it is. So, usually a shout out of your, aka Dredgen, but then stopped working with them for, for the last time. The emissary of the Night Side Drifter was when he was a, was a shadow of your. That's why he says it's Drifter now. Dredgen. Doesn't make, that doesn't say, tell me what it was. It doesn't tell me the title, the whatever. Alright, whatever. I was trying to find it. I was trying to find the lore entry for it, but it wouldn't give it to me. No, you're not wrong. I mean, that, that is cool. I, I, I do, I want to say that your theory could be wrong. I want to say that the stranger is the first. Oh, that's the thing. The stranger's not a guardian, though. No, she's not. Same but with the drifter. She, well, I mean, technically the drifter is because he's technically considered a light bearer. A light bearer was the original. He's a rogue before. light bearer. Yeah. But then oh, you also need to remember that Guardians technically were also uh, went by the name of Iron Lords and Warlords as well. That's true, too. So, yeah, you're not wrong. Okay, so, not wrong Guardians, that's why, that's why I specifically mentioned the title of Guardian. Okay, all right. I'll get, I'll get you that. I'll get you that. Uh, but is, if anything, it would have been a Drifter first, technically. True. But ten, technicalities aside... And stranger aside, but is again stranger. How old is the stranger? That's the thing. The stranger is not a guardian. She even stated that in Destiny One. Yes, but so that mean she's even because she's not an emissary of the light, she could be an emissary of the dark too. I mean, truly, she. Really but that, oh, but but that's the thing. I don't. Th- I don't even think that the power she was using in Destiny One was even. Even closely related to stasis in any way. No, it wasn't. To me, at least, stasis. It was related to something else. At least, at least back when she was first introduced and all the shenanigans she did. To me, it looked more like fucking Vex bullshit. I mean, it probably was Vex technology of some kind, just like how we got but, Red War. We used the Vex teleporter to get in the base. But basically, that's my whole theory. It, well, that's one of my. Oh, Theory is for Beyond Light. Is that truthfully? Will it will it ever be revealed? Probably in a lore entry. Maybe. Maybe but the one who actually, uh, the one guardian who actually think had stasis before any of us did, is actually Eris. That mm. is just straight up looking uh, looking back at it. It's the only thing that really makes sense of what happened. I mean, it could. I mean, she could have been studying it and learning how to use it properly, and she could teach us later exactly. On. But she also, which is why stranger during this season. Another reason that this season's important. I feel like she met up with a stranger, and the drifter met up on Europa already. They're already going through some stuff, and they're teaching that she's trying to teach them that. If it's if that's your theory, then that's what she's probably doing. Mm-hmm. Exactly, but is but is thing is one. It's obvious that um, the stranger was using stasis in that old story trailer. Oh. It's obvious. But do I think she had it before then? If she did, she got it. She got it recently at a different, oh, from a different source. Well, I mean, it, I, well, okay. Let's get into this. So you notice in that in that video, the Vidoc. You notice, I think it was also in the story trailer, but it, she opens up that box that uh, Varix is holding. Barely though, she only cracks it. Yes, but do you remember that? Do you know what's in it? Yes. Yes, the uh, pieces of that pyramid, the triangular pieces that essentially granted 
the lieutenant's stasis. Yeah, so I'm thinking that's that's what we have to use. I'm guessing that's how we're going to get it. Yeah, more than likely. Especially, well, probably not from the same source, from the same box, but as if you paid attention that a cutscene where it looked like we were fucking uh, being consumed by the stasis. Oh, while we're standing pretty much not directly underneath, but underneath the, that sim- a similar, if not the same pyramid. Mm-hmm. That, um... I didn't notice that when I uh, again. Really? You didn't notice it? In what? The Vidoc? Or was it in the trailer? trailer? Yeah. It's in the it's in the Vidoc and the trailer. I, I must have missed it. I was busy. Also multitasking. <laughs> Understandable. But. So, I, I I went off on my on my theories. You have anything to, anything else to add? No, I mean your theories are pretty decent. I mean they 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 do seem really good lore wise too, because it would make sense lore wise for that kind of stuff to happen. You know, the only thing I just don't I don't know about Eris. It doesn't make it, it it makes sense, but at the same time it doesn't because I feel like the stranger should have been the one because it looks like she's the one calling Eris and the Drifter. I was actually Varys who did. Well, technically Variks, yes, with the with the latest treat, uh, teaser and stuff like that, not the latest one. But that's that's also the thing. Um, you need to remember, the stranger, she's been off doing her own thing. So my guess, if she just like the just like the drifter, they probably gained it at a different source. It could be, yeah. I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, we will find four out. Four days, potentially. <laughs> Again, who's counting? You know, it's just four days. Yeah, it's just four days. We're ready. We're ready for four days to be over already. Yeah. Yeah, some of us have been ready for like uh, so, some of us have been ready for like three months now. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so that the Vidoc was really cool. They had a lot of really cool stuff. Season of the Hunt seems pretty interesting. Um, the Crow will be an interesting team up, especially with Osiris, which I'm actually kind of curious to know what they're going to do with Osiris, especially since he's out. My whole my whole thing is. My whole thing about oh, Osiris is how his dynamic with the crow is. Oh yeah. Well, the thing is, though, if you think about it, it especially you don't really know him. Especially, oh my 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 whole thing is we we already know essentially how the crow is. We know him to be cold and calculating because of both Destiny One and Two, and we know how Osiris is. He is smart, but he also doesn't think things through all the time. No, I mean, look at the pyramid you're on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Panoptes. what what could actually happen? Yeah. Well, well but as the season goes on, we'll see more cutscenes. We'll learn more about it. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm just kind of curious, but you know, one, because Osiris is outside of, what is that called? The Infinite Forest. Yeah. So did he escape the Infinite Force? Because if you think about it, the Infinite Force is actually on Mercury. At least the well, that's the thing. Oh, that's the thing. If you remember back to um, Curse of Osiris, one of the final cutscenes, at least I believe it was one of the final cutscenes, you see him talking to um, you see him uh, walking out of the Infinite Force, talk uh, and start talking to um, um, Ikora. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is that so he, he uh, the Infinite Forest. Oh yeah, he he does go back in, back but the thing is, for, to he knows during season of the dawn. But that's the thing. One because of our help, oh. we oh he knows how to actually get out of there now. But does he actually have it? At least till the oh, at least till the pyramid ships so destroy it. Yeah. 
I don't know. We'll see how it goes this season. It'll be definitely interesting seeing it come come together. Um, the calendar looks beautiful. Looking forward to all that stuff going on. Uh, one more thing that I'm actually entirely glad about that I have been waiting forever is um, for them to finally start doing something with Shiva or Wrath. Because, yeah. let's face it, they've already pretty much, well, not really, uh, not really ran it dry, but pretty damn close to doing so with Oryx for his story. But if you also pay pay attention to the whole story about Shiva or Wrath, Savathun, and Oryx, Oryx uh, pretty much brought both um, Shiva Wrath and Savathun back to life after he killed them to gain their power. Mm-hmm. So another thing that has been stated by um, people like my name is by oh by people like my name is by if Mylan Games, um, at least I think Mylan Games uh, stated this. I don't remember. I would need to actually go back through some of his videos, but. Oryx probably is planning for them to do the same thing with him, to bring him back. Yeah, maybe. Because originally I, was just, uh, originally I was just thinking that um, Savathun would do it, you know, bring him back. Well, well, you know. well okay. Since this, but... I don't, I don't mean to interrupt you, but uh, since you're talking about this, I just want to mention this. Since they are bringing back Vault of Glass, we know that they're going to bring back King's Fall at some point. They had to bring that. They had to probably explain it in some way of lore. Like I'm pretty sure they're gonna have, there's gonna be a lore and entry of some kind that explains why Vault of Glass is back. Why we could access it again? Yeah. Which truthfully, when when that happens, I'm hoping that we could at least expect at, uh, access on Venus. Yeah. Right. Or because let's face it, access at least part of it. You know, a, a small section. You know, because yeah. le- uh, let's face it, even with the uh, Cosmodrome, we're not getting uh, we're not getting the full thing. It's only, no. in essence, about half of what we had access to. But if you think about it, even, it's still better than nothing. Well, yeah, yeah, it's still better than nothing. It, the Cosmodrome is classic. But more on my point, but, the, the the King's Fall coming back is if you're ta- if if you think if if the way I'm thinking is what you're talking about is you're talking about Shivo Raph and Savathun teaming up and bringing back Oryx and the only way I can think of them explaining how King's Fall's back is that they could do this to pretty much kill him again basically is we have to go kill him again kill him for good him. yeah and this time make sure he's dead. You know that, that that's something yeah. I think of. Technically, that's the way you're going for it. Technically, yeah, that would actually work. So I mean, it, it'd be cool. But but the whole thing that it keeps me going back to that theory that um at least for a lot of the uh, lore masters in the community that I've been one hearing about, and I just keep going back to thinking of. Basically, when they, in the Vyadoc, when they say that Savathun's been placing dominoes, and at the end of year four, we're going to see how they fall, see what, they, what, see what she's been pla- oh, going up to. That is probably the biggest reason why I'm thinking that that's going to happen. Well, you're not wrong. Even if it, does, even if it doesn't happen in full respect, like he's back to his full uh, former glory. You know. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. I mean, it'd be interesting and, to see how that goes. 
and also onto the topic when it comes down to uh pretty much those who um uh pretty much everyone who um uh has played all the uh previous raids and all that and those who even haven't. Um what I'm thinking especially since we got what 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 did this say? Uh three, four years worth of freaking content coming? Yeah. With freaking uh beyond uh okay, three years. Beyond we have which <laughs> and then I think they called it uh, Lightfall. Yes. We have three years worth of shit to get through. So the way I'm thinking is we have three years for them to pretty much cycle everything in the DCV back out again at some point. Yep. And by and and by that respect, what I'm also calling is pretty much everything from Destiny One. Yep. Agreed. I feel like we're gonna have all of Destiny One by Lightfall in Destiny Two. Uh, Plus Destiny will it all be access? Will it all be at, uh, accessible? Maybe, maybe not. You know, if they actually find a way to have a um, for it, they condense will. it. Yeah, they will. To be able to, without burning shit up. Mm-hmm. Or make it to Eventually, maybe they will. Planets. Exactly. Or even another thing that I was thinking of, like, once or twice a month, they, um, they release either a quest or a bounty that the reward is you could access one or two things from the DCV. Yeah. But everyone in your fire team, whoever who's going in with you for that, has to have the um, specific keys bought from a specific vendor Yeah. to access that shit. I'd be down for it. I mean, it'd be cool. We'll talk about new vendors that are coming in this uh, latest TWAB when we get there. But, uh, no, I'm, I'm down for that. That'd be, that'd be cool, you know. You'll have access to the content vault again. I mean, there's so many locations in Destiny that were really cool, like original Mars. Not the Mars Destiny 2 played. That's way too but small. But, like, the Dust Palace and all the that. original Mars was massive. Massive. Mm-hmm. It was, even it was one of the... Or, um, Master Chief in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was that. Uh, the Easter egg for Master Chief was, um, there was one on Mars, and then there was also another on, um, on Cosmodrome. But you had to be in a specific mission for that one. Yeah. Uh. See, I just remember the one on Mars. Is, you can find that no world. The one for um on Mars, you had to specifically. It was the, at least I believe it was. Uh, it was for the sleeper simulant mission, not the not the strike that you had to do twice, but the freaking um, the one where you had to climb the tower. Oh, okay. Where you a shade of Oryx. Okay. Yeah. At the top. Afterwards, within the countdown time, you could. Inspect one of the pods I was lining the um tower. Okay. I just was had to mention that I was just saying that. No, I mean it would be cool to see. I'm also kind of curious because they're bringing Shiro Araf into this. Do you think that both sisters will be in Witch Queen? Uh, probably not in by Witch Queen. In by Lightfall, yes. Which Queen, probably not. Shivo Wrath will probably have more of a presence, but not as heavy as Savathun. Well, see, I think, yeah, that's true, true. I don't know. I'm just kind of curious, because I feel like Shivo Wrath is basically going to be, like, one of her lieutenants to Savathun. It, that's, what, that's what this is. Could, uh, could actually be. With Season of the Hunt, just the way they described it, they made it seem like she's just a pawn to Savathun. 
Well, well, that's the thing. That, that, this is also one thing that you need to know. That you need to, if, if you already know, you need to remember. Of, out of the three, um, out of the three orgs, Savathun and Shiva Wrath, Savathun is the smartest of the three. Yes, right. he is, is straight up. She is straight up, essentially, a Tritster god. Yeah, no, I was just but, making, a, making that point, you know. And w- when it comes down to um, Shiva Wrath and Oryx, people would oh, normally uh, um, associate Oryx with being more war uh, warlike mm-hmm. of the two. But that's only because we know more about him. Yeah, and we haven't heard much of Shiva Wrath. Um, In reality... Shiva Wrath has been stated to be the um the warmonger, the war hungry one. Okay. So going by that logic, she's uh going by that by that logic, especially when it comes down to uh other mythologies, um, like with Greek and friggin' uh, Roman, both Ares and Mars, both aspects of the same person, technically, were not that smart. Mm. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. The Vitus got so in th- covered. So in theory, technically, what what you said with her being a pawn could actually be true, but being an unknowing and unwilling pawn, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I wasn't talking about being willing. I was talking about unwilling, like not knowing that she was actually doing this. Yeah. Yeah, because I know Savathun's so, like pretty pretty smart. She's been doing she's been doing a lot of work. I mean, during Forsaken, she had a lot to play into it. We've been doing work since before Forsaken. True, but I mean, you mostly heard more about the lore wise during Forsaken. Well, yeah, but is that that's when it that's when it started being easier to actually access the lore cards. Yes, agreed. But um. That's also another thing that I'm actually looking forward to is them changing how um I can actually works. access the lore. At all times, no matter what, even if you haven't collected the book, I'm like, fuck yes. Thank you. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Thank you, Bungie. You listened to us for once. <laughs> it is. Uh, oh, let's face it. Me, personally. You you know this. Rex knows this. A couple other clanmates know it, but not a lot do. Yeah, when it comes down to lore, I love it. Any game that has deep lore, as like Destiny, mm-hmm. I freaking love it. I Fucking look into as much as I can about it till till I fucking either pass out or I just fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah. It was truthfully. It was really good. And truthfully, as it is, oh. As it is right now, I'm pretty sure I could go on for another like three hours just on these theories. Yes, I know. We could we could talk theories all day, man. <laughs> we could go on. But we oh we've we've already uh, we've already been on theories um long enough. We've actually diverged bit time from the Vidoc. Yeah, well, I mean, still, I mean, it still covers the Vidoc because it does have information. Techn- technically. Technically, <laughs> um, you know, let, let's, 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 or not, you know. Oh yeah, 
I think it's time we at least get back on topic. I think that we've covered pretty much all the Vidoc, in my opinion. I don't think there's anything else. We oh, can minus one thing. What? Potential exotics, the ones that we've seen, oh, yeah. that we know of. Truthfully, the only one that the only one that I'm actually looking forward to heavily is well. It's also the it's also the only one that I actually know about by heart is Icefall Mantle. Hands down. Does the uh, overshield? Get yes. Your your, your uh, what is that rally barricade? I like that. Idea. Oh, I do like that idea. Truthfully, I do. I'm truthfully kind of irritated I that they didn't make. They, as far as we know, they haven't made an exotic for the warlocks. That does something to a rift. I'm kind of irritated that they didn't show something like that. Because, I mean, they did the Hunter. The Hunter's got a dodge replacement that gives them basically blink. So, one, briefly, that I am actually both scared of what it does and kind of interested. You remember that weird-ass mask that the freaking um, yes, it gives you uh, Titan was wearing? Oh, no, okay. No, no, no. I want to know what that freaking Titan... That one? Yeah, I don't yeah. know what it does. I believe that is Sweet. the um, – let me look at it real quick. Um, uh, Bungie.net has it on their website real quick. Let me find it. Beyond Light or Beyond Light. Can you go to the exotic section, please? Hurry up. Upgrade your arsenal. Deep some group. Don't care about that. Where's the exotics? Uh, gear right there. Uh, exotic. No time to explain. There's the exotic weapons. Right. So Icefall Mantle is the one you're talking about already. Um, those are pretty cool. Yeah, that one, that one's... The Titan exotic Truthfully, one. as soon as I get that, I am permission. Yeah. It's that weird, like, broken up little, like, it looks like it's been, like, put back together with glue, super glue. Yeah, the, the one that, the one that's, that looks like it's really just a freaking ceramic mask. Yes, yes. So, it's, it's called the Precious Scars. Prove your strength, even when coming back from the brink. Upon revise, the Titan gains an overshield aura that protects the wear and nearby allies. They show this in the, tra- in the, tra- in the exotic trailer. And what it was is basically when you revive somebody, it puts a beam on you, your ally, and whoever else is around you that's an ally, and it puts a beam on them, and it gives them a shield with you. So you can use a tank, a walking tank. I See, the one I thought you were talking about was the fucking Sid mask for the warlock. The one that makes it look like Sid the Sloth from Ice Age. I don't really care about the warlock stuff, because as you know, I don't and, care about warlocks. Let me say I don't like warlocks. They rip, though. That is going to be fun. You cannot. Okay, I, I, I will. God. I I will tell you. I will tell you this just for this once between me, you, and the entire uh, and the entire listeners to the podcast. That is the only thing in the history of Destiny that has even made me. Of making a warlock. Okay. I mean, it, it, I mean, let me say this. I'm not even a warlock main. I'm, I don't even know what class I could classify myself as a main. Lately, I've been playing warlock because why not? Kind of bored of Titan and Hunter right now, so I played my my warlock. But um, I, I just kind of I, I'm a multi character. I usually play Hunter mostly, but there's been seasons I played certain classes only. Like season of Dawn, I was a Titan main the entire season. Oh, also speaking of exotics, yes, that one for the hunter, the um, Atreus's embrace, yes, or Atreus's embrace. Just based off what what it states in what it states on Bungie.net, can temporarily stagger enemies. Mm-hmm. Does that automatically give it um, 
over I'm thinking that it'll, uh, I'm thinking that it's a uh, built-in unstoppable. It could be. I mean, that'd be cool if they actually started doing exotic armor pieces that actually have built-in um, champion mods. Since we're going to talk about it here in a minute, I'm going to go ahead and say it now, since we're going to talk about it here in a couple minutes anyways. But they are moving all champion mods to armor pieces, which is wonderful. So anti-barriers no longer be on a weapon. You can now put any weapon mod you want on there without using up an S slot instead of using anti-barrier for it. Um, same depending, on, uh, depend, depending on what the weapon class is, uh, same with overload. Um, I will hands down be using freaking um, um, at least for when it comes down to exotic wise, I will end up using um, uh, freaking uh, what was that one called? Um, a sweet, a sweet business. Yes. Well, my my my, my is that will. I am kind of curious to know. We're going to theorize this in a minute, but I'm kind of curious to know if they're going to make it rotating, if it's going to be on the seasonal artifacts still, or are they going to make it permanent mods? We'll have to read the TWAB to find out. But Earthly, I'm hoping it's permanent mods. Be cool. But knowing Bungie. what I hope versus what Bungie's known to do, it's probably going to be um, either rotating with the season or just straight up on the freaking um, artifacts again. Yeah. Like normal. But if it's on the artifact, truthfully... I wouldn't mind it because no, generally the artifact mods, generally the artifact mods, oh, a lot of the stronger ones, tend to actually have a lower cost, especially if it's uh, ones yeah. like the champion mods or um, certain enhanced mods that are on there. If it's oh. like straight up gameplay changing, like um, oppressive darkness or um, of that. Arc melee one that pretty much turns a freaking a one two punch shoddy into a freaking literal one two punch. Okay. Oh. Meaning by instead of fucking um, then you melee everything's dead. Yeah. I don't know. We'll pretty much my oh. Though those specific mods are normally ones that don't have um that low of cost. They're normally like six or higher. But, just like you said, we'll see. Oh, yeah. All right, cool. Well, since we, I don't think there's anything else really to cover about the the, the Vidoc, really. There wasn't much else. I think that was about it. Truthfully, not much. Um, say, let's see. No, go ahead. Uh, I'm pretty sure right now you're actually going to just bring up the um, teaser that was yes. released today. The latest teaser. And uh, what do you think of that? Like, what do you think of teasing? One of two things. It's either going to be an uh, explorable area from, like, a story mission from uh, the whole Beyond Light campaign, mm-hmm. or comes into my second theory, explorable areas from the raid. See, I'm there with you. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, when I was watching this, I'm like, okay, we know the raid is the Deep Stone Crypt, where all the birthplace of the Exo. So, and, and they showed a bunch of Exo-style bodies laying everywhere and, and stuff like that in the teaser. And I'm like, okay, this seems just like it's going to be for Deepstone Crypt. Either that or parts of the Deepstone Crypt are going to be open and we can explore them like you could in Vault of Glass in a way. You could actually get into Vault of Glass outside. Uh, that, that's that's why I said explorable areas oh. from the raid. I didn't hear you say that. Sorry. <clears throat> yeah, it, 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 we don't really know. It, it teased the raid. And I swear that last scene – not to be spoiled, if you don't want to listen to this, skip like five, six minutes in, something like that. 
I'll probably make a, a warning. But it looked like it teased what could be the boss. And there's been a theory going around that Clovis Bray himself is going to be the raid boss. Fair point. It could be. I'm I'm more apprehensive about that because especially since there's only been two raids out of the entire um history of Destiny that we knew who the raid bosses were before we actually set foot in it. Wasn't it Crota and Crota Oh, Crota and Crota's End and um Oryx and, and Teen's Fall. Those are the only two that we actually knew before we set foot in the raid. Either from story mm-hmm. or from the name. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, when it says King's Fall, you obviously know you're to kill fucking kill. Same with Crota's End. It's obvious. It's in the fucking name. You're killing Crota. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, you could not... You know, you it, even, he, even people as majority of our clanmates, you know, again, saying that with all the love I can, brothers. Um, we're not the brightest. No, we're not. No, it, dude, it takes us two hours just to get past the fucking skirt of the past, uh, what is that, in second encounter, the stupid sparrow racing bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's, it's it really is. Well, part of me believes that most of the wipes is just because we miss SRL, and that's the closest thing we're going to get to it. But, yeah, we're we're freaking stupid. <laughs> okay, though. It's okay. It could be worse. It could be worse. Uh, truthfully, at the, uh, truthfully, I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't trade this clan for any of those. No, no. It, truthfully, this, this this clan has been so much fun. We we we've got we've meeting so many pretty cool people, man. I mean, so many. I can't even name them all. That's the sad part. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it has brought a lot of really good good friends. I mean, the the fact that we can find a raid and we could sit there and spend two hours in a raid doing nothing. And not get pissed at each other? Yes. I mean, there there have been times, let's be honest. Garden of Salvation, we've done that. That pisses off. There, there, uh, let, let, let's let's also be honest. There's been times more often than not that when we're doing raids, that I'm pretty sure you know it, and a lot of the other um, people in the clan know it. That I just want to rip your head off. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. We we've heard these. We've heard it in your voice. We've heard it in your voice. <laughs> but I, I I truly wouldn't change. Uh, wouldn't tell him. Uh, wouldn't trade any of these experiences that I've had with this clan. Same. I would not. I mean, the other night when we did uh, um, Last Wish with Dez and his... Oh, dude, that was fucking great. Really fucked up. That was... Like, he was really fucked up. (laughs) And the fact that we went through every single encounter one-phased while his ass was high as fuck... And then we had another person in our team that was drunk as fuck. <laughs> we were able to one face everything. Oh, it was fucking glorious. Riven itself, I was like, wow. Well, Riven, we would have one face, but it was. Most you saw what kept happening to both yeah. Dez and Space. You know, the fucking bullshit of being launched in the air or being freaking killed by fucking architects. Yep. You know. I remember that shit. That's why I was like, yeah, we would have had that one fine. That first one it would have been perfect, but. God, bullshit kept happening to us. Mm-hmm. And then Queen's Walk. But then again... It's just a fucked up thing to do anyways. 
Queen's Watch, it, surely the one problem with Queen's Watch is if the last person knows where the hell to go once they reach vaults, you're screwed. True, true. And that's that what is, the hardest part is. It is, oh, let, oh let, let's, look, let's look at it this way. Me, I, I know where the hell to go on Queen's Watch, and it was just the five of us that, that, oh, yeah, on, on that run. We did lose one person. I, I got to the end. Everyone was fucking uh, saying it was going to be a wipe. Fucking made it. I know. I remember that. I remember that. I was like, you were so close. I was there, too. I was right there. I was going down the fucking elevator, and it killed me. I'm like, fuck. Oh, that's the thing. Um, when, it, when it happened to you versus when it happened to me, oh, those last couple seconds count because... Where it dropped for you? I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't on the ground yet. Where, oh, where, where it dropped for you, it wasn't, um, well, I mean, where the ball dropped when, when you, um, were pulled in? Mm-hmm. Oh, before you pulled in, with the person before you, when it did, you would have hit if the ball was at least a little bit closer. Probably, probably. But I was still going it to is, um, later when I got, when I got pulled in, so. That is, um, Truthfully, just like what happened with um, a couple other people at other at other various points, oh, they stopped walking at um, they uh, which is oh, one thing that I've noticed that is a major problem when they when they know they're going to be pulled in, they stop walking way too soon. Yeah, I usually wait. So I usually wait five seconds, or at least I get I get as close as as far as I can with those five seconds. Without getting somewhere where I, nobody can pick up the ball, you know what I mean. Nor, oh, normally, at least, at least with me, especially, especially if it's either that first run or the um, second trek, uh, if it's when you're coming off the tongue, mm-hmm. just like either at the end, but um, pretty much in the middle of the tongue or on the ground in front of the tongue, yeah. are probably the two best places to fucking drop it. This is the ground in front of the tongue. Uh, pretty much as soon as you pick it up, everyone who's still coming out of it is going to be cleansed. Yes. Problem is, it's getting the second best. So congested. Oh yeah. <laughs> the the second best on the the on the second track, the best place to put it is essentially about a foot from the edge in the fucking um, shadow room. Yes, that's that's a huge thing. Is I try to get as cl- as close to it as I can, but without actually being to where it'll roll off the edge. As much yeah, as but as if it rolls off. Because if it rolls off, they're going to be walking in the in the fucking muck, and that shit hurts. Mm-hmm. You will die uh, if 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 it's in there. You will die before you make it to the fucking um safe zone. Yep. That fucking circle in the area. <sighs> yeah. So, but that but again, I would not trade anything. the The fact that we can do stuff like that and be able to make it work is awesome. It's awesome. I, I so yeah. enjoy gaming with everybody in the clan. It just... I've, I've learned so much. And mm-hmm. I've grown so much after meeting everybody here. I wouldn't change it. You know, could, I, I can't imagine not meeting you in... What was, that, what was that? Iron Banner during Season of Opulence, I think it was? Yeah, it was. It was uh, through Iron Banner. Oh, truthfully, I don't even remember if we were on the same team at that time. I don't think so. But, I might have just DM'd. Oh, it, 
it, it, no, it was after the match. You didn't you didn't DM me right away. I got the um invite to the clan. I was like, who the hell is this guy? Uh huh. Then, then I got a message from you. We started chatting. I was like, hell yeah, fucking joined. I to actually remember what my freaking uh, login for Discord was because at the time I really didn't use it. Right. Now you use it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, well, then after that, it's been over a year now yeah, since yeah. I've been in the plan, and it's been great. Oh yeah, oh yeah, dude. It's it. I don't know. It, we've got we've done so much. And there's so much more to do that I am so looking forward to the future. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great time. It really is. Oh yeah, definitely. Which will bring us into our next topic. How about this? So, I'm going to just go ahead and skip into this tweet since I think we've already covered the teaser pretty much. Unless you pretty much. Bad. Truthfully, no. no. Okay. Um, so, there's a tweet that Luke Smith posted. Right, tweet, wow, tweeted. That's what I want to use. Um, it says, is there an end-of-season event? We have a small event to close out season for rivals. We wanted it to be a surprise, but an email accidentally mentioned it. It's nothing too crazy, just a little time to chill in the tower before the lights go out. See you soon. And so that was posted yesterday at 4.20 p.m. my time. That's Pacific Standard Time, or actually Pacific Daylight Time now. But he, we, there's been speculation that it's going to happen at 7 p.m. Eastern, which is, what is that? That is three hours from me. That is 5 o'clock. No, 4 o'clock. Wow. Math is not my thing. Don't don't get mad at me. Um, <laughs> don't laugh at me either. Um, four o'clock Pacific Standard Time, so you'll get figure out your time in the in the middle of that. And it would make sense because it's the service was to go down at nine p.m. I believe is what they said. Um, let me see. They did. Yeah, nine p.m. They said it multiple times at um, Pacific Daylight Time for on Monday. Yep, which is November ninth. So I'm, we're thinking that 7 p.m. their time, Pacific, uh, not Pacific time, but uh, so I'll, I'll do my time out of that. That's easier for me. So 4 o'clock my time, Pacific, Pacific Standard Daylight Time, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, they will be having a, an end game event. That's where you're going to hear, that's where you're going to get that emblem that everybody's been speculating about that's in the API that nobody knows where the fuck you get it from um, is going to be given out to you. And that's when the servers are going to go offline is after that event, which would be cool. So what are your thoughts on that? And then we'll talk about what we, what we wanted, what we think we could do. Truthfully, my thoughts, it's, it, oh, one, it's going to be great. Two, the downside to it, it's you had to be there events. Yeah, which that is the downside. Both are which straight up both are good and bad because I've been on on the on pretty much the receiving end of both parties. Easiest one. Look at the last live event that Destiny had. Season the work. I I wasn't able to actually show for that one. I missed out on the emblem. No, you can you you could have gotten the emblem without it. You can't pick it up now. Yeah, you could have gotten. Uh, oh, I sure I. Dude, dude, I straight up, I straight up couldn't freaking um get it because since well, remember I had to re-download the entire fucking game. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah, that's right. Damn. 
that kind of the whole story behind that. Oh, oh yeah, it really didn't. But oh, for those of you who don't know, the entire story behind that is uh, out of I, I know it wasn't the uh, update for uh, Season of Rivals. It was a, a smaller update caused me to have to re-download the entire damn game. He about gave and all my he really did. And on my internet before that, it took me about three, four days just to actually fucking download it. It's crap. Yeah. Yeah. Current internet, it'll it'll actually take just about one day. Yeah, right. So that puts it into perspective on how much better I got for internet. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But truthfully, I'm looking forward to it. Okay. I know there's going to be a lot of other uh, other people that are looking forward to it. And... It's just straight up going to be great. It's going to be it's going to be a fun event to where we, based on how the last one was, we'll probably be sitting in the tower for probably about an, uh, at least an hour, just bullshitting, talking, just having fun, you know. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. What I would love to do, I want to see if anyone else wants to do this. I'll post it in actual in our announcement thing as well. I'll mention it and see if anyone wants to do this. But how, how would you guys feel about a like? party up like even for pc xbox everybody just meet up in one of the general chats in discord in our discord server and just bullshit the entire time because we can and watch the event together as much as possible as a plan who'd be down for that i'm just kind of curious to know you know i think i think it'd be fun what do you think kai hopefully it will be it will be great it'll be fantastic because uh, whether you do this truth or whether I do it, it will be posted in, and we will be uh, we will be dating down names for it. No, oh, feel free to post ahead, dude. I don't care. <laughs> you want because, to um, go for it. You don't post shit. Oh, go for it. Oh, I don't post <laughs> enough of the, when it comes down to the admin stuff. Yeah, it's cool. Dude. I'm I've, I've been more of the background force of the doing silent. doing a lot of uh, a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah, that's cool though. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for it. We'll see how it goes. So, if if we if we could get um a decent turnout on this one from the plan, then we did oh we could um do uh, do other ones like this. Yeah, you know, be down for it, dude. Especially especially if Bungie keeps doing uh, live events like these. Uh, yes, I, honestly, I hope they do. I just hope they're not as long as fucking season of the word these took Dude, that was like just, just waiting for it just waiting for the uh freaking um almighty to yeah. slowly make its way to the tower what's what's sad about it is i wasted time i could have done other shit in the game i could have done other things besides sit there and stare at the sky Seriously, probably that entire time you could have probably ran a master ordeal no shit <laughs> no shit and still had time to spare with an LFG team, mind you. I could have done it with an LFG team who has no idea what the fuck With no communication. Yes. With no communication. <laughs> and it would have had plenty of time. Plenty of fucking time. <laughs> with, with the rate with the with the rate it was going, you probably could have done an LFG team with no communication doing fucking um uh doing um a Leviathan. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I'm hoping they do more live events. It's not as long as that. So I'm hoping when they do this, yeah. it's like a quick, like, well, could you 15, imagine, 20 minutes. Could you imagine this? It's a really cool, like, it, like it pauses the game for a second and it actually makes a cutscene, and then it actually shows you something in the world. 
Like, you'll see the stars, like, all of a sudden just disappear from the sky in the real world, like an actual game world. Well, I, what I'm actually hoping happens is um, it shows a cutscene of all the planets with all the, all the vendors, whether they're leaving the planets or not. Mm-hmm. Um, just pretty much doing one last run over of them for before they disappear yeah. and pretty much immediately as soon as it leaves planet's gone yeah right i don't know i'm, I'm kind of curious to know what they're gonna do I, I i hope it's something really cool to where it's got both a cutscene and something in game for us to do visibly you know what i mean yeah but uh, we'll see we'll see we'll part see. of the oh truthfully truthfully it's actually fucking, it, oh, at least whole lore-wise and all that, it's fucking sad uh, with all these fucking planets going away, dude. Well, you know, people keep saying that they're destroying the planets. They are not. I hate to say this, but they're not. They're they're just, dis- oh, I know. in my opinion, I know. they're dis- disappearing. The, the pyramid ships are basically the darkness, whatever you want to fucking call them. They are... They're essentially consuming them. Yep, turning them into... You can't access them anymore. They're going to be blocked by darkness energy or some weird shit. I don't know exactly how... They're going to be consuming them. Um, They're going to be consuming them, blocking them off temporarily until we could actually access through using stasis. Or or what other... Or any other darkness subclass or power that we gained. Yep. More than likely. But it's still... uh, Still, truthfully, it's... Looking at it from the perspective of, oh, uh, let's, let's, easy one, our guardian. Someone who, since our rebirth, has been essentially bathed in the light, being the fucking strongest guardian. Right. And seeing, seeing destinations, seeing friends disappear. Yeah, I know you're not wrong, because I mean, I, I believe I, what was it? Um, Hawthorne and one other are staying behind. Hawthorne and Anna Bray. Not that Anna left. Anna Bray, from what I know, she's oh, she should be moving to the tower, based off what the whole um story on the uh, Exodus mission said. Yeah, well, I'm talking about um Hawthorne. Sloan. That's Sloan. I'm sorry. Sorry, not Hawthorne. I'm sorry. I'm, th- I'm thinking of Sloan from Titan. And isn't it yeah. um Io? What's his name? Staying Sloan and Asher Mirror and freaking um Brother Vance. Brother Vance mainly because of whole his whole um um extreme belief in everything that fucking Osiris does. Not realizing that um not uh, not even realizing that um Osiris is actually leaving the fucking planet. Well, that's the thing. I don't know exactly. I thought Brother Vance left too. I could have swore Brother Lance. No, he's too. He's too fucking. He's too fucking fanatical. He's he's probably not leaving the fucking um the lighthouse. Eh, who knows? We'll see. I can't remember anymore. Um, but Sloane and Asher are essentially being straight up fucking um ballsy ass guardians, ready to fucking fight. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm curious to know. For a more scientific aspect of uh, fucking shit, but still. Sorry, can you say that again? You, like, straight up cut out a man. (sighs) 
uh, what was the last uh, bit that you heard? Uh, scientific, and that was it. <laughs> okay. Uh, basically, uh, Asher, yeah, he's going to be looking at more of the scientific aspect of shit instead of actual more combative. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, you're not wrong. Um. Hello? Yes. Okay, I'm just making sure you're still there. I'm like, you just got, it got dead quiet in here. I'm like, uh, alright. Oh, don't worry. I'm just, uh, don't worry. I'm just falling asleep now, you know? Okay. <laughs> Are you falling asleep? Are you falling asleep? Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, alright, well, I guess we'll, we'll move on since we've already talked about that. So we'll go ahead and go into the actual Destiny 2 news. So the TWAB and everything else. So some secret news. I don't know if anyone knew this. But today was Deja's last day at Bungie. He turned in his badge and his work laptop today. I, you know, he's been with the company since I think Destiny first launched. And he finally, he, I think he went on to, I think it was, he went to work for Microsoft, I believe is what he said. So. From what I know that, yeah. So it's pretty, it's it's cool, but it's sad at the same time because he's been the community manager for a long time. So, but uh, I just had to make that clear that that was some news I heard today, and uh, so yeah, um, we're gonna go ahead and uh, take a quick break. Uh, we'll be back with uh, Destiny Two news here in just a quick minute. Uh, we'll see you then. All right, and we're back. And so we're going to go ahead and cover the Destiny 2 news, which is going to be mostly covering the TWAB. And we're going to cover that real quick. So the TWAB for this week, they, it, it's pretty it's pretty light for the most part. It's mostly got patch notes. I mean, they, they start out with, uh, this week at Bungie, we're beginning our descent through Europa. Every release, we have a long conversation about what we should show players leading up to launch and what we should leave for players to discover. We want to build up the sense of wonder as new seasons or expansions make it approach without spoiling everything that's coming. With that, with just a week to go before launch, we've almost reached our destination. Our Beyond Light trailer went live last week of Vidoc exploring season Beyond Light and Season of the Hunt is available for your viewing pleasure. We've released our season, yeah, the, the calendar and everything like that. So they're going to go ahead and go cover over the patch notes. So here's the patch notes. So they've got, I'm just going to talk about what they're, cover, they're going to cover in a few seconds. So. Over the last few weeks, our goal has been to set expectations. We've covered the Destiny Content Vault, upcoming sandbox changes, Gambit tuning, and more. These updates aren't mind-blowing or overly game-changing. They're just little nice little morsels to chew on in the final days leading up to launch. In any case, we hope you like the following quality of life appetizers before your meal is delivered on November 10th. So, <clears throat> interesting stuff there. Um, they go into the, something called the Archives. Beginning November 10th, two new kiosks will be available in the tower. First up, the Quest Archive will be found next to the Postmaster. Our hope is that this removes some of the confusion when trying to track down the old, the odd quest that you previously discarded. Additionally, this will be a place for any veteran players to pick up the New Light quest on November 10th if they have a strong desire to experience new player tutorials and the reintroduction to the Cosmodrome. I probably will, to be honest with you. What do you think about that? I know for sure I am. I mean, it'd be just kind of you know, cool. just for the just for the hell of it. Why not? Yeah. Um, up next, they've got the monument to lost light exotic archives. We will f- 
will be found by the vault. Here, players may acquire various exotics and legendary pinnacle pursuit weapons. So I'm assuming that includes Mountaintop and a few other ones as well. So that'll be interesting. That were once available through now-retired quests, as many of these exotics were tied to lengthy quests or difficult objectives. We wanted to make sure their prices reflected those previous efforts. Players will need an amount of glimmer, destination materials, masterworking materials, and an exotic cipher or an ascendant shard in order to purchase the exotic or legendary which they desire. We're also introducing a currency called Spoils of Conquest, which can be only be acquired when completing raids. This currency will be required for exotics previously tired, tied to vaulted raids. So, Anarchy, um, Terraba, and I want to say... Accurus. Yeah, Accurus, probably. Um, they will have those three weapons in there for you, and you're able to get them. You'll have to have the that currency there, which is actually kind of cool. I like that idea. Oh, also not to mention, um, well, at least those are the raid ones. Since it's not just raid ones that they're, that they're talking about, it's also probably going to be like Outbreak and Whisper. Yes, I'm assuming that's what they're going to talk about. I was just meaning the raid ones, those ones, I was mostly talking about those ones because they, oh, yeah. they contain the uh, information about how you need a special currency for them. And, that's and hands down, truthfully, truthfully, the only raid exotic that I'm actually going to be using that with Sorry, uh, sorry, Daddy Diz. I know you. I know you have, and I know you stand by this gun. But the only one is going to be the fucking useless Terra. I'm going to grab it just so I have it. It's the only one I'm missing, really. Yeah, right. when it comes down to rated Zodics, yeah. Besides, uh, Divinity. Yeah, but Divinity, fuck that. But Divinity's a bitch. So yeah. 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 Um, Eventually, does... what? No, we go ahead. Sorry, I mean to cut you off. Oh, uh, one thing that I'm actually kind of looking forward to, but also. Wondering how they're going to do it is the since they say the legendary pursuit and or led, um pinnacle weapons. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering how they're going to actually do it. Uh, are they going to be when you pull them out that they're going to be viable for that season or what? See, I don't think they will. Because the same thing. I think it's for collection purposes. Because truthfully, there's only a couple at least pinnacle ones for Crucible that I will be doing that on just because. They're ones that I've wanted, you know. Mountaintop. I.e. Broadsword. I need um, to too. Yeah. I'm, I'm just pissed, but it's fucking, that quest is going away, and I've been working on that quest since it dropped in fucking year one. It's a pain in the ass. Yes, yes it is. Especially for a non-crucible player like me. It's a fucking pain in the ass. <clears throat> right. So they, they do go Too on many fucking upper-own kills. Too many fucking pulse rifle kills. It is kills. Pulse rifle kills, and then on top of it, you have to get five resets in a season. Fuck. Well, five <laughs> resets. I, I have five resets. I had to do easy. Oh yeah, you could do it with it's Iron just the fucking um Valor increase usually when Iron Banner drops. Yeah. yeah. This season will be yeah. great because they have like what four of Iron Banners, four to five Iron Banners yeah. this season. Yeah. But yeah, continue. I was just gonna say, in the past, exotic ciphers were very limited in nature because this season they only had two. They brought one out for, um, I'm kind of glad I kept mine. Um, they brought one out for that secret quest, and then you had that one on the uh, season pass. So Well, it wasn't really a secret quest. It was the memorial quest. Well, secret quest in the sense of, like, most people didn't know how to complete it. Well, yeah. Plus, it was also, it was also really buggy. Yes, it was, yes. But they had those, but they did state that while you can expect one to be available as part of the season pass, Zer will also offer quests to earn one exotic cipher on a weekly cadence. So that gives you an opportunity to receive two exotics from him, not just one, 
two exotics every week. Which or, you know, you could save it for the um, kiosk. Or you could save it for the kiosk, too. Unless you've already got everything from the kiosk. Because, though I'm assuming the exotic ciphers, you're only going to need for the exotics. I don't think the legendaries... Yeah, are the, the assigned shards are more than likely going to be for the um, uh, legendaries. Yeah, so I, I'm kind of curious to know. It'd be interesting to see how this works, because if you could get two a week, that's actually not that... Or two, well, at least get two exotics a week. That's not bad for a Xur. That's actually really good. <laughs> that's going to be a pretty decent light bump, especially if he gives... Well, especially um, since... It's almost almost guaranteed he's going to give you a copy of one of them. Yeah. Yeah. On top of what he's already bringing too. Because mm. we all know for the first couple of weeks that's the it's going to be a pretty decent light boost for those desires. Right. So we'll see. We'll see how this goes. I'm 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 curious to know how it's going to work out, but it, it it does sound nice that they're giving us a quest for it now and they actually have a real purpose. So it's really nice to see that but all in all when it comes out of the ciphers truthfully i call it it was oh, I, I i've been saying i i've been saying that it's gonna that there it's either going to be a bounty or a request more than likely from zur yeah. since we since zur. the ciphers were first introduced i just knew it was going to be coming back i knew that they were doing something with them because it didn't make any sense for a cipher to be existing and for them to be selling um raul be selling exotics from previous seasons that we couldn't get no more with them, you know? So I was, that, I was oh, speaking of those ones, speaking of those ones, my only actual question about that kiosk, are there going to be um, the uh, quest-based um, exotics like Fourth Horseman or even event-based ones like um, uh, Air Appearance? Are those ones going to be in there too? Well, it does state here, players may require various exotics and legendary vehicles that were once available through now retired quests. So it does state various exotics and legendary pinnacle pursuit weapons that were once available through low now retired quests. So I'm assuming the quest ones are going to go in there, like Fourth Horseman and stuff. I would I'm hoping that they're. Both, I'm hoping Air Parents in there as well because that's one I actually really want. But I. I didn't care enough for that event to play it. Neither. I didn't and when, really I find, when I found out. I and when I actually found out that Air Apparent was one of the rewards, I didn't have enough time to finish it. Yeah. All right. So now after that, they do state, now let's move into actual some traditional patch notes. So the first section, they have Crucible, um, Trials of Cyrus. So Trials of Cyrus power level requirements increased to 1210, so 1,210. That's the new minimum required light. Um, they're going to be adding... Added adept weapons and weapon mods to flawless chest rewards, and additional information here, which I can quickly go to real quick and see if it what that says real quick, just to see if it's anything new. Nope, this is from a previous while we already covered. So, um, then they talk about maps, added physics blockers to some out of bounds areas in Altar of Flame. Um, same thing with Exodus Blue and Cauldron. Okay, so. Interesting. Truthfully, I, th I think that's cool, but I'll also I didn't even know about those ones. So people who are exploiting them, people who are exploiting them is uh, fuck you guys. Yeah, right. Can't fix that. You can't do it now. <laughs> you can't cheese your way to victory now. Mm -hmm. Wait, you can by using fucking mountaintop. Yep. Um, they go into player identity next. Uh, login screens now have a dark background, which I'm kind of okay with. I I hate white. I really do. I don't like white-colored stuff. I, if I could change my entire UI system on uh, Destiny, 
Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, and turn into a dark mode, I would preferably use dark mode over light mode. I'm not a big – like my phone, as soon as dark mode came out for iAndroid, I was like, yep, dark mode's going on. That's Nothing's changing on that. No. Um, but they're going to have uh, – they updated the full screen menus to have a dark background style. Um, player waypoints now display season rank and HUD waypoints. I don't know what that means. Me either. I'm actually, I'm kind of looking forward to actually see what they mean. I'm kind of curious to know, because it says player waypoints now display season rank. So I'm, I'm wondering if it's the icons, like I'm talking, like whenever you, you know, how you, whenever you look at that. Truthfully, more, oh, more than, more than likely. That, that, oh, that's really the only thing that actually makes sense. But I'm curious to know about the HUD waypoints. I wonder if they're going to, um, I'm hoping, I really wish that they'd add a, a waypoint system that we can actually put waypoints on the fucking map. Actually ping shit? Yes. Please. It'd please be like easier it. to actually point out, especially when you're trying to take people through jumping puzzles. Not even ping. I'm just talking about like an actual like waypoint, like, like on a map. You know, and you've got like those yeah. adventure games like, uh, Skyrim and stuff, you have that waypoint you can put. Oh, I know, I know, I know. The easy find where you need but to But, oh, truthfully, um, both a way, uh, waypoint and, and an actual pinging system would be great. Oh, yeah, Just because... The problem because is, I don't know how they would work it with the buttons. Easy thing. Um, well, easiest thing, probably just, um, uh, fucking, um, push down on, like, the right stick where you're aiming. Well, but since the either aiming or if you're um, not aiming either, because if you technically think about it, it the only time you ever use that is for finishers. Well, yeah, but um, but the thing is, when you're at least when you're aiming, push a push in one of the sticks, so it would probably be the easiest thing for them to program it yeah. without it actually being conflicting. True, that's true. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Next thing they added was added toggle, well, added toggle functionality to character screen, allowing the player to make a choice between light and dark subclasses. Even they say subclasses, so there is more coming, I'm guessing. Um, Has to be. Yeah, character screen visuals updated depending on your player choice between light and dark. So I'm assuming if you pick on if you're on dark, it's basically dark mode. If you put on light, you're on light mode. Okay. Well, we all know what I'm going to be running for a while then. Dark mode. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. <laughs> um, next section they go into is character creation. So they changed the selection from ma um, male and female to masculine and feminine. Um, guardian head and hair models have been replaced with improved versions. Several color swatches have been changed to better represent the applied color, and players' previous head selections are still used. Now... I they don't state anything about character creation, about being the ability to, for those of us that have characters that um, they made a while ago. It doesn't state that we can go back in and change them. Redo? Yeah, redo. I'm hoping if that we can, do, because I I'd be okay with that. I would actually love to be able to update my Exo's look. Yes. For my Titan. Same with my own, uh, same, same with my Woden Hunter. I would exactly. love to be able to. Exactly. And for my warlock, I have no warlock, so I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. And then the next one is miscellaneous um, patch notes. They've got fixed a bug that prevented online friends from showing up in the roster on Stadia for players with more than 100 friends. If you have 100 friends on Stadia, there's a problem. You're playing on Stadia. 
<laughs> I don't even know. I, I I don't even think 100 people total play Stadia. Exactly. Um, fixed a bug that occasionally prevented players from earning progress on bounties when joining an activity in progress. Yeah, that was bullshit. Yeah, it is bullshit. Um, this most this most notably impacted Iron Bounty bounties, Iron Banner bounties. Well, and could cause players to have their artifact power enabled, bonus enabled during Iron Banner matches. They did fix that finally. Yeah, that was bullshit. I encountered that a lot. Year. It was really annoying. This entire season, because that's when they, oh, it was mainly, what, this and last season that the um, power enable for um, Iron Banner was actually taken off? Yeah. At least supposed to be taken off? Mm-hmm. Um, then they want to talk about their a few sandbox changes that they missed in their sandbox preview, which if you want to listen to that, uh, go into Guardian Downcast and listen to the episode that I'm on if you want to hear the sandbox changes. But they talk about Traveler's Chosen. They're going to reduce the muzzle flash intensity. It is a bit bright. Which is great. <laughs> it is a bit bright. Um, they're going to fix Point of the Stag, increase Point of the Stag's max power level to 1310, which I don't know what season that is, but that's not bad. Um, it's not going to be the final one. It's not going to be the final one. It's going to be one before that. That's not bad. Um, Divinity, they fixed a bug that prevented some weapons from dealing precision damage to the Divinity Cage. And the example they gave was Ariana's Vow. Which, I didn't know that. Neither that did I. Is actually, that's an actually interesting bug if you actually think about it. Yeah. But then again, it also makes sense. Because if thinking of it with Ariana's Vow, then any weapon that had um, anti-barrier on it Mm-hmm. Well, suddenly not doing it on, doing the precision damage from yeah. a divinity. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I wish I would have known that earlier. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Um, so, Hunter mains are going to hate this one, but they are doing some sandbox changes to the Hunter Dodge. They increased the Hunter's Dodge cooldown by a few seconds. So, example is Tier 4. The old cooldown was 22 seconds. The new cooldown is 26 seconds. So, they added 4 seconds to it. Kind of sucks, but, I mean, you can deal with it. Especially especially since most Hunters use a high mobility build for it most of the time. So, 26 seconds. 4 seconds isn't going to kill you. Yeah. That's pretty real. Just four more seconds, you're taking fire, so fucking man up and actually fucking fight. Take it. Take it for once. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Ooh, now these changes I'm actually kind of looking forward to. Oh, the next one? So the next yes. one, they talk about the anti-champion mods, which we did mention earlier, but anti-barrier rounds will now penetrate taking failing shield, which is badass. Which is about fucking time. It makes sense. This is this is wrong. It, they should have done this at the beginning, but... Seriously, fucking Taken Failings is the only thing in the game you cannot hit yeah. through their shield. Yeah, it's, it, it makes Which is fucking it's stupid. An anti-barrier. That's a fucking barrier. But Seriously, it's fucking stupid. It's bungee. It's bungee, man. It's bungee. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they say all anti-champion mods have been shifted to armor rather than taking a weapon mod slot, which is beautiful. That's amazing. That was mentioned above earlier. Um... I cannot wait to mess with this because, again, this season with the whole um, unstoppable pulse rifle on the arms, amazing. I could run Outbreak and use Unstoppable. Beautiful. Outbreak with a – dude, Outbreak with Unstoppable is fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. Because the nanites count. <laughs> and I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not just saying that because I fucking love the gun. Partially is, but – 
it's fucking it's stupid strong with it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, and then they also did change it. They did rename orbs of light have been changed to orbs of power as they can now be consumed by light and dark subclasses, which is cool. But at the same time, I kind of wish they would have just made dark modes at this point. Like, I mean, yeah, pretty much. Could you could you could you imagine this? So you're playing a light subclass and you accidentally pick up a, a mode of darkness or an orb of darkness. Now, instead of increasing it, it actually fucking your super decreases it. Not a ton, but it takes away from. At, at least a small amount that you're like, "Where's my super? I thought I just had it." Yeah, exactly. Type of bullshit. Yeah, you know, it 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 it'd make the game definitely challenging. You want to be more in tune with your teammates then at that point when you're building supers and you're building um like your classes and stuff like that together. Like you want to be like, "Okay, we need to make sure you don't have this on if we're not wrong." Or, or uh, or you know you you could you could be like me and just be a jackass and um and just make a um uh or um some orbs of dark just to screw with your teammates. True. You know. I would do that too. Just, hands down, those who play with me know I would do that in a heartbeat. Just to watch you scream. <laughs> just to watch people wonder why the hell they don't have their shit yet. Yep. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. But uh, so yeah, that was that's interesting to see. Um, we'll see how that goes. Um, they did state that before we end our patch note preview, we want to call out the collectors among you who have been talking about the impending removal of expired group ramen coupons for your in inventories. We know this one stings a bit. It's a byproduct of us cleaning up the inventory systems and doing general maintenance. So we want to provide a parting gift before these coupons are tossed into the bin. These coupons can't be redeemed for spicy ramen, but they can decorate your desktop for as long as you die. So they gave they they actually made a 4K spicy ramen coupon wallpaper. And I will post that in a Discord because that's badass. I like it. It's fucking little little things like this that fucking always make me like Bungie more than majority other fucking um, companies. So. And then the estate underneath it, they said, and there we have it. Full patch notes will be released on Tuesday. So Tuesday they'll have actual patch notes and on that that, that following uh, that TWAB will cover both the, the patch notes from the actual DLC drop and the TWAB. So, you know. Just so you know. Um, then they want to talk about their next topic is their November. Um, with a new expansion coming next week, we also have a fresh update coming to Bungie Store. We're entering the holiday season, so it's a pretty good time to start gift shopping for your favorite guardians out there in the world. So they got some pretty cool stuff. They've got a brand new drifter um what are those called? What are they called? Statue? Um Oh uh, collectible statue figure. Thank you. Thank you. It, for from me, from what from my experience with actually look with actually collecting some of these, it actually looks pretty pretty decent the quality. The drifter one's actually not that bad. You know I kinda wish they didn't do the moat in his hand. I kinda wish they did like malfeasance or something in his hand. Truthfully, yeah, uh, it would uh, it would be, but it's, it's also Drifter, so it's basically what, what we know he has, you know. Yeah, but I love the fact that they left his trusty trust in his belt right there, badass. Oh yeah, hands down. <laughs> oh, they also have masks uh, for those who are still apprehensive about COVID, since yes. we all know it hit it's hits everyone hard. Yes, it has. Um, um, it looks like a vinyl record 
I believe born in oh. It, it it is a vinyl record. Um, my guess is that it's could be, or, or it could just be the case for the um other one. Um, my guess is that it's either the soundtrack for Beyond Light or it's the soundtrack for the entire game. Could be including Beyond Light and well, all past expansions. I don't know if that's true because that's a bit much on a vinyl. Oh, that's why. That's why that's oh two. God, that's, that's why. Oh, uh, seasonal sweaters as well, you know. So if you, so, so if um, any of you, sweater. there's a sweater, and then there was a t-shirt behind it. Oh yeah, yeah, I see that now. <laughs> there's a season, there's a seasonal sweater, you know. Uh, so if any of you um have a ugly sweater contest going on at work or anywhere, you know, yes. there's a uh, one that you could uh, rep for fucking a uh, bungee, you well, know, so with a. So here's this. I love how they did this. They cropped this image in just a way. So you have a line of hunter symbols. You've got the snake one, and you've also got this, this straight, uh, I don't know what, was, what you call that classified symbol as, but the, the, the triangular shape. Then it goes to the bungee logo of snowflakes. Then it goes to a titan symbol with the, with the lion and then also as the plain titan symbol. And then it goes back to a bungee. With snowflakes, but they don't. And then more than likely, you, oh, <laughs> it, it's it's just the way it's cropped. But we all know the warlock is right there. I just thought it was funny. Oh yeah, it it, it is funny. <laughs> it's hilarious no. when they cut that. And then you stated you wanted to get these boots that are here. These actually do look pretty. Decent. If depending on how they actually are, I, I, I feel like they're winter boots. Oh yeah, but the thing is, where I live in Arizona, it every winter we do get snow. And you since do? I live, yes, we do. We do. <laughs> oh, I know, surprising. It's Arizona. It doesn't fit, but yeah, we do get snow. Um, and since I walk to work, I'm gonna be uh, trekking through the snow. If these uh, boots are actually pretty good, then I will be wearing these instead of my normal fucking boots. Mm-hmm. And then there's also a shirt that, uh, from the looks of it, looks like it has fucking on stasis ice on it. Yes, I believe so. Or, no, no, it's not stasis ice, it's cosmic ice. Remember, it's cosmic ice. Nah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it's the same bullshit. Uh, so, there's those. Um, they did, so, it looks like, I don't know. Oh, right here. So, starting November 9th, upgrade your, ars- your arsenal collectibles and gifts to Bungie Store with a new exclusive products and free in-game emblems with your purchase, including the Destiny 2 Beyond Light original soundtrack. Which is cool. Um, it looks like Cosmic Alignment available on November 9th through December 4th, and then they've got Between the Stars available November 9th through February 9th. So it looks like they're giving away oh free um, Shattered Harmony available on November 9th with purchase of Destiny 2 Beyond Light original soundtracks. So that one's only if you get the, the soundtrack, but you can get it looks like all three of these starting November 9th. Yeah, it's pretty cool. The um last one though the one for the soundtrack that one actually looks pretty nice it does look nice I'll that one it's too dark it's it's subtle yeah. that one i wouldn't actually mind getting i mean i, I don't mind the, the, the purple one though the cosmic alignment the the between the stars one truthfully that one the way it looks is that it's going to be more um Probably tied to like a triumph is what it actually looks like to me, just because of the way it looks. The way it looks like is that it's probably going to be more tied to. Be more of a triumph. Oh, well. By the way, 
either way, uh, during this coming season, we're all, we're, we're going to be dating them mm-hmm. some way. But the reason why I say the Between the Stars little side one uh, from a triumph is just looking at it, it makes me think of um, the Adored. Oh, yeah. The fucking sniper that's coming, though the, pin- the quote unquote pinnacle or pursuit sniper that's coming. Because I can't with it. It looks. It, it, let's say it's some bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's a sniper. That's all I fucking know. Yes, yes, it, it, it shoots bullets of some kind. <laughs> Pretty fucking much. So those are there. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I really do dig these. I'm probably gonna buy the soundtrack, honestly. I have every year. Depends on how much it is. I will be. Well, yeah, it depends. Hands down, also depends on how much that Drifter statue is. I'm probably gonna be getting that too. Oh yeah. So the next thing they want to talk about is the maintenance and preload. So next Monday, November 9th, Destiny 2 will go offline for an extended maintenance period. We want to give everyone ample time to download Destiny 2 Update 3.0. Our teams are prepping for launch day assault on our servers. Destiny Flare Support has full timeline for maintenance, downloads, and more. Read up and read up, spread the word, and get ready for Beyond Light. This is their report. So update 3.0.0.1. That's next Monday. Maintenance for that update will begin below the timeline events. So November 9th at 3.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, background maintenance for update 3.0.01.1 will begin. On November 9th, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, in preparation for downtime, players will be removed from activities and will require to be downloaded a small update before logging in again. At November 9th, so I'm assuming that's actually the start of the uh, live event. That's, like, close to it. Okay. Well, well, that's the thing. Oh, at that point, sign ons are going to be disabled. Yeah. So it's more than likely going to be between oh, 4 p.m. and way, prior, more than likely. Because the next section is uh, 6.30, 6.50pm on November 9th. Sign on for Destiny 2 will be disabled. Mm-hmm. So that gives you 10 minutes to get all your shit done. Because at 7pm Pacific Standard Time, Destiny 2 will be brought offline for expected maintenance Players will be removed from activities and won't be able to log back into Destiny 2 until 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on November 10th. November 10th at 9 a.m., uh, Destiny 2 Update 3.0.0.1 will be available across all platforms and regions. Players will be able to log back into Destiny 2. November 10th at 12 p.m., Destiny 2 maintenance is expected to conclude. So that's your maintenance schedule. Okay, guys? More than likely, well, my, my, my guess is those last, what, three hours from mm-hmm. 9, to, 9 to 12 is going to be more background stuff, it's, troubleshooting. It's more, than, it's more background maintenance, it is, server maintenance, more than likely, trying to make sure the servers don't fucking crash. <laughs> because we all, we all know, with the launch of a new expansion, be prepared for queues. Yes, yes, I remember that. I remember when Shadow keep dropping those queues, and I was like, fuck I remember when Forsaken dropped, dude. dude. I was in a fucking queue for like two hours. Fuck, dude. Fuck that. Fuck that. So they do say, if you want more information, please visit our Destiny server and update uh, status help article. They will have that up. Um, So the next thing I want to talk about is the Beyond Light preload. So preload for update 3.0. I'm just going to call it 3.0 from Alan. Fuck that. Um will be available prior to the game's release. Below are preload timelines and instructions based on platform. So these are important instructions. I will post these in our Discord and our announcement section. Okay. So preload for death for the uh, update on PS4. Beginning on November 8th, after 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, users can start pre-downloading update 3.0. 
by navigating to Destiny 2, pressing the Options button, and selecting Check for Updates. In an effort to decrease server load, some PlayStation Plus users may be able to pre-download Update 3.0 starting on November 7th after 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If they have auto-update slash download enabled on their PlayStation 4, for instructions on how to set this auto-update, please click here. Yeah, whatever. Please note, Bungie recommends that players should not delete their current version of Destiny 2 on their PlayStation console to speed up the preload process. Do not delete it if you're on PlayStation. Okay? The reason why is because PlayStation actually has a fucking bigger update than any other fucking console. Yes, we'll actually talk about that when, it, when we get down there. Weird. Um, yeah, I, I don't think <laughs> Neither do I. Neither do I. <laughs> it makes no sense, the numbers they give us. But So, here's the Xbox. Preload for Xbox will be available shortly after Destiny 2 is taken offline for expected maintenance at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on November 9th. For instructions on how to set up auto-update, please click here. I will probably provide the links as well. Um, PC, preload for PC will be available shortly after Destiny 2 is taken offline for expected maintenance at 7 p.m. Standard Time at November 9th. Update 3.0 should be automatically put into the Steam download queue once it's available for preload. For more information, they have a, they have a link there too. All right. So here's the storage requirements for Beyond Light. So the platform, Destiny 2 install size on the Xbox Series X and S will be... 65.7 gigs. The storage space needed for installation is 65.7 gigs. Okay. PlayStation 5 will require 70.78 gigs. Space needed for installation is 70.78. Okay. PlayStation 4, Destiny's install size will be 70.78 gigs. The storage space required for this installation will require 171 gigs. 170, well, 171.65 gigs. Now, they do note that PlayStation 4 includes current installed version of Destiny, which is 100 100.9 gigs, plus the preload of 3.0, which is 70.78 gigs, which is weird. doesn't make any sense to me why they do it this way, but they did. Okay. Xbox One, it'll be 65.7 gigs, and then it'll be 65.7 gigs required space-wise. Next is PC. Their installation size will be 69.7 gigs. They have a note here that says PC Destiny 2 install size may vary based on languages installed. Size shown is maximum size possible. The storage space required for installation will be 186.2 gigs. The reason for this is because PC includes the current installed version of Destiny 2, which is up to 116.5 gigs, and the update, which is uh, the update 3.0, which is 69.7 gigs. That makes it 186.2 gigs. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I, I, I feel sorry for uh, all you uh, all you brothers of mine that uh, have PC on Destiny, Destiny on PC. That's uh, that's a, that's, that's a, harsh. That's gonna hurt. <laughs> that's gonna hurt. My my my, my fucking my heart's hurting just looking at that one. Oof. Um, next thing I want to talk about is Destiny Content Vault and the end of season arrivals. With the start of year four and the introduction of the Destiny Content Vault on November 10th, certain items will be disappearing from player inventories that correspond with vaulted destinations, activities, and campaigns. Players should review this article for items removing. Um, at the end of season arrivals, I'll pull that up real quick. I think I talked about it last week or one of the weeks before. 
But it states, Advanced Paradox, Paradox Amplifiers, Adventure Tokens, all bounties and quests from Season of the Forge, Drifter, and Season of Opulence, all Ritual and Pinnacle Weapon quests. The gear will become available in our mon- mon- well, Monument to Lost Light Exotic Archive, Black Army Schematic, Consumables, Boons of Opulence, Braytech Schematics, Cades Odds and Ends, um, Concentrated Radio Layer and Culture, Dance Party Keys, Expired Ramen cool Coupons, Faction War Materials, Faded Card, Five of Swords Challenge Card, Forge Polymers, Imperials, Letter Fragments, Ludapalooza Keys, Lost Memory Fragments, Mindless Report Consumables, Motes, Weak Middling, Powerful Collector Invader Reaper Sentry, Notes from Cades, Obsidian Accelerators, Obsidian Radiance Temper Effect, including those of Platinum Weapons, um, Override Frequencies, Paradox Amplifiers, Radiant Matrix, Regularian Culture, Rasputin Armory Codes, Resonant Stem Consumables, Rune Finders, Sense Collector Sentry Invader Reaper, Tokens, Dead Orbit, Future War Cult, and New Monarchy. Transcripts, Treasure Maps, EDZ, Titan, IO, Nessus, Mercury, and Hell's Base and Mars. And the Wealth of the Emperor buffs. So those are all going away. Um, for more information... On that, oh, go ahead. Oh, on that all list, the only thing that I'm actually... can't really wrap my head around on why it's going away is um the radiance effects that's already applied to weapons. Uh, yeah, it doesn't they're already on weapons that are. If you're able to keep the weapons, why not keep the effects, even if they're, even if even now they're freaking useless? Well, you're not wrong. I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me either, to be honest with you. But you know, it's bungee. Because it, as it is, it's just a visual effect, you know. Yeah. Granted, technically, it's supposed to make it do more damage than the forge, but as it is, I'm pretty sure people who use it don't use it for that. They just use it for the fucking visual effects. Yeah. Just come on, visual effects on weapons are always cool. They're always nice, you know? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me either. I don't understand why they did it that way, but, you know, it's Bungie. They take weird shit. It's Bungie decision. Um, for more information on items, quests, and currencies that will be removed from players' inventory to start of year four, some items listed can be tur- can be used or turned in for such things as glimmer, weapons, and armor. Be sure to do that before November 10th. Um, additionally, certain titles become legacy seals and unavailable to earn to start of year season four, year four. Players should be sure to equip the following titles before overnight, so make sure you actually equip them. It says Shadow, Reckoner, Blacksmith, Wayfarer, Chronicler, Undying, Savior, Almighty, Forerunner, and MMXX. Um, so that's good to know. Um, Bungie Rewards. With the release of Beyond Light on November 10th, certain Bungie Rewards will no longer be available to earn. These items include the Epic Sunset and Sunset Emblems, the Year of the Shadowkeep Artifact Coins, the Moments of Triumph t-shirt, the Raid Ring, the Prophecy Dungeon hoodie, and the MX seal, and the Forerunner seal. Players should be sure to um, earn these rewards by November 9th um, before they before 7 p.m. or at 7 p.m. And to claim these rewards from Bungie reward page before November 13th. So, good to know. Um, they did state for their movie of the week they are doing this new thing. Before we kick off a new year of Destiny content, we have a final round of movies of the week. 2020 isn't over yet, but we have had a blast watching community-created content throughout Shadowkeep and its associated season. Many thanks to those who've submitted their footage and art and has kept us sane over the week. Um, next week, we'll be, we have a new companion se- selection for yeah, companion section of the movie of the week. We felt it important to give the same spotlight to the artist for our community as we've given for those who create fun videos, to throw in your hat in the ring, submit your content to the community creations portal on Bungie.net. If you also post your content on social media, tag it with Destiny Movie of the Week or hashtag Destiny Art. We'll snag a few winners each week and grant them some fancy new emblems. So, 
interesting there. So they're going to add a new section to their TWAB with uh, not just movies, but uh, art as well, which is kind of cool. So, so uh, in other words, um, any of you out there who are listening that actually do fun bullshit like this, I'm sure there's a couple of you who know who I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a way to fucking do it. So right. do it. Go for It'll it. It'll be fun. Go at it. Um, then uh, this is a little short message from DMG. It says, we've been here a few times. What was once months became weeks. Weeks became more mere day. Became mere days. Five more sleeps stand between you and Beyond Light. Well, that's if you can even sleep the night before launch. I know I probably won't. Most, many of you have been on this journey with us from the start in the last year. Numerous guardians have become their journey through New Light. No matter how long you've been a guardian, we can't thank you enough for playing. Stay hydrated. Be healthy. Treat yourself well. We're almost there. See you, Starside. So DMG said that. Thought that was pretty cool. So, any comments and questions or anything about the the TWAP? Definitely no. Everything sounded like pretty standard um um uh TWAP shit. So yeah, it's fine. Cool. Sounds good. Cool. So uh, all right. Well, I guess we'll move on to our next topic. Um, we'll be right back with our other gaming news. All right, and here's our other gaming news. Um, so first off, I want to say Star Wars Jedi The Fallen Order will be free on Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. So if you've got that, pick it up. I've heard it's really fun. I don't have the Game Pass Ultimate, otherwise I'd pick it up myself too. But, I mean, have you played Oh, yet? question on that one. Do you have any dates on when that is or if it's already out there? I don't have a date on that. Let me see if I can find the article real quick because I don't normally keep the articles on here just because – you never know. Because if we define a date, especially oh, for me, November. I know for sure I'm going to November 10th. Yes, yeah, so EA subscribers. All right. EA Play subscribers will now get unlimited access to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order starting on November 10th, meaning it will also be available for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscribers that same day. Hell yeah. I'd finally actually play it without having to buy it. Yeah, so sweet. So, oh, I have EA Play, so that works for me. <laughs> Just fucking get, ul- oh, get fucking Ultimate, dude. Yeah. FDA play. Um, next thing is Sony's PS5 won't be sold in stores on November 10th, or not? I'm sorry, November 12th, which is their release day. They will only be online purchases at that point. Um, they won't have store models until later on. I don't have the article with me. I'm pull it up real quick and see why. But they did state that they won't have anything in store yet. Um, Sony said it won't be sold in stores due to the spread of coronavirus, so customers should plan to buy online. Customers who already I had a feeling it was going to be that for pickup can schedule it to do so with retailers. However, so yep, that's why they did it that way. All right. I know everybody's favorite topic is Call of Duty. So Black Ops Call of Duty Cold War. Well, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War announces classified Warzone experience with exciting content roadmap. So I found this really cool um, image. Let me see if I can open this image up real quick to where it's larger. My word. I guess not. Um, yeah, whatever. Name it. Save it so I can open it. I just want to see the picture because I can't really see it. It actually, where did it save it to is my question. Sorry, I was not prepared for this. This is not, like, part of the plan. I don't know if you can read it very well. I can't read it. Well, um, 
for Black Ops Cold War says that there's going to be New Town 84. Looks like a map for multiplayer, though. Well, I do uh, for yeah, I don't really know what they're doing with that one. For Warzone itself, though, it, um, the map it's oh released on the 24th, according to this. Um, and then beginning December 10th for um both Cold War and Warzone. Uh, there's um, it says more multiplayer maps and modes. Uh, the 2v2 gunfight returns, so I'm actually kind of looking uh, look forward to that, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, new uh, new weapons. There's also going to be a new zombies mode. So if it's anything like the, the one for Halloween, it should be pretty good, because I actually did enjoy the one oh, that was released for Halloween. I'm, I know it wasn't the biggest uh, fan favorite, but... It was up there. I do know there was quite a few people that actually did um, like it. Um, and then there's also the classified Warzone experience. No idea what that is. Doesn't the according to the yeah, picture doesn't really say. I mean, it could be like a secret map or some secret stuff going on in the map. I don't know. It, my guess is it's probably gonna be like a treasure hunt type thing, okay. just like how the Halloween one did, which, mind you, was a pain in the ass for some of the drop spots, but. I don't know how many people actually did it or completed it, but I know I did, so I'm kind of happy about that one. Mm. I don't blame you. Um, so that was all I had for those games. Um, I want to cover Anthem a bit because they just recently kind of did what they do, their version of a twop, in my guess, is what I'd call this. Um, and they showed off some pretty cool stuff that they were doing, so... It's called Me personally, Anthem. I like the look about this. Yes, I, so do I. Um, but it starts off with um, Anthem Next is what they're calling it. So hello, friends. Here we are again with the next Anthem blog. Better late than never. Really excited to share a glimpse into the thoughts and ideas behind the great work the team has been exploring. I hope you find this well and everyone is staying safe. As discussed on Twitter, this blog will focus around the ideas being tested with Javelin gameplay, builds, and skill trees. The design team with your feedback has put together what we feel are the main opportunities for improvement with the current systems and the high-level goals we're experimenting with. Side note, the picture above is not Star Destroyer AC or ASC2 art, but an actual skill tree in Frostbite. I, I can't really even open the picture to make it larger to even read what the fuck it says. Um, <clears throat> please remember the ideas, mock-ups, and directions are all works in progress and are testing and exploring ideas that we're excited to share with you and your feedback, but things can and usually do change. So they go into Javelin builds and gameplay. Um, as we've spent time engaging with all of you and avidly playing the game, we've seen and heard common theme. Anthem doesn't offer satisfying Javelin builds. We want to improve on this, too. So we're excited to hear what you think about the changes we are, well, trailing around the concept of builds. So here we go. Choice and experimentation or build. All items are categorized to one of the 11 available equipment slots. Weapons are either primary or secondary, allowing distinctives in their role. Mods and artifact slots replace components and manage equipment and abilities in your loadout screen. So they are now making, you know, you now have actual, like, primary and sidearm, like, primary and secondary, which is amazing. Because I remember you used to be able to have, like, you carry in two, two pistols. At a time, all times. Two, uh, two pistols were like what I did. Um, I uh, I carried in um my Jura's Wrath that I actually um had, and a um marksman. 
Mm, yeah, it, it, I mean, I'm just I'm glad that they're finally giving it to where it, it, you have to make a choice. Either have this one or have this one. You don't get both, you know. Also, from what I'm dating for uh, from this picture is, well, one for those who don't oh, who um can't find this picture or anything like that, mm-hmm. it's basically looks more like a inventory screen from like Destiny. Yes, it does. something it does. along the lines of that. Um, at least from what I'm dating, that especially from the sound of it, um. It's gonna be uh, like heavily, heavily categorized, heavily um, separated for like the weapons, you know. Because they've got. Uh, so you can't do like essentially do primaries. So you're actually gonna have to make a choice between two separate fucking like um, either a pistol or like a heavy. Mm-hmm. Well, probably not actually a heavy, but no. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, and, and they also show that they have stats now. So you've got your power is 100 according to this this javelin here that they've got shown, which is a uh, I believe this is a ranger with a sky well, oh. hunter artifact on him. Well, oh, looks like a ranger, at least um, from body style. Yeah, right. Um, but it says so. It's got 100 power. It's primary stat, which they don't have anything besides just primary on it. It says it's 999 stat. Secondary is 999. Defense is 999. And then so, we also have a left stick. Obviously, button. obviously that is also a, um, just a test build, yes. technically, Definitely. that they're using, but. But they have one that says, um, if you press left stick in, or L3, because this is on a, um, PlayStation, obviously, it, um, sh- says advanced stats. So I'm assuming there's gonna be more stats that you can mess with now. Um, but it shows you the two weapons, your artifact, which this one's running a Skyfall artifact. And I believe there's three mods you can put on the Skyfall launcher, but I'm not sure. Um, then you've got abilities and mods. So it looks like you've got a melee, a grenade, and I believe your, what is this one, a missile? Seeker missile or something like that? Yeah, that's what it looks like. Oh, um, interesting. Either way, it, uh, either way, I'm excited for it, because mm-hmm. I'll... I do, I do enjoy Anthem as it currently is. Granted, I know it's not the best game. I know there's a lot of bugs, a lot of problems with it, but I do enjoy the gameplay. It is actually fun, as long, of course, currently, as long as you're playing with someone. Yes, it is definitely better when you play with somebody. If you don't, it's boring. Yeah, yeah. But the next go on to is reliability, create builds. So abilities are unlocks, not drops. Play with the abilities you want when you want. Empower your abilities by equipping them with mods. Builds are defined by the synergies of specializations, abilities, and equipment. Um, inscriptions improve build synergies, but no longer the primary factor. So that's pretty cool. And they show you, um, the, they have a little gif here that's opening up his uh, melee ability with a mod on it. So, which is pretty cool. Uh, that, that one I can't actually see, but it's at least uh, on the... Um, Doc, I think well, it doesn't. The diff, yeah, you know, the diff doesn't it doesn't play. Mm-hmm. Just stationary. Yeah. Well, and as it shows him opening it up, and it looks like so. Is since this is the ranger, he's got his heavy axe. But there's two different axes on here. When he opens it up, you have a heat axe and a flame axe. So, or sorry, a heavy axe and a flame axe. So that gives you some diversity in your actual ability, melee weapon ability, and you can change your your mod to change up how that works too. So that's kind of cool. Oh, what you thought was the artifact, the uh, Skyfall launcher, yes. is not it. 
that's a specialization. No, see that, that that's, uh, let's go into this next. So provide choice and progression through skill trees. Each javelin can level up awarded awarding skill points. Skill points can be spent to unlock abilities, passives, and stat bonuses. Each specialization has their own advanced skill tree. Now, I, this they, they do show this. They have a ranger here, and it's, it's called a longbow ranger. And, and according to this image, it looks just like the, the background for the uh, the background of it. At least it looks just like the Skyfall launcher here. That's the artifact. Now, I, I feel like that's just their way of making, because if you look at it, at the next picture underneath it, um, the Skyfall launcher, it looks just like the thing on his back in the longbow. So I'm assuming it's a... They're making them to be more specific towards the the specialization of the class you pick. That makes sense, right? Can be. So, like, if you pick, because they've got three they've got three choices, but got, as your, it also depends. Yeah, it, it well it depends. This is all just test builds, so I don't know if this is staying around like this or not. But the way they've got it here, it looks like if you're playing a ranger, you have three choices: you have captain, a longbow, or a soldier. As your specialization. Okay. They have longbow selected, of course, right now. As a longbow, you get a Skyfall launcher. So I'm wondering if the Skyfall launcher is connected to the longbow only. And the soldier gets something different and the captain gets something different. But they don't show anything. So I'm not exactly sure. My best guess is that it oh, would be like that, but... Again, we don't we don't have enough visual evidence to mm-hmm. back that up. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. And then it says um, um, provide choice and progression through skill trees. Each javelin can level up, awarding skill points. Skill points can be spent to unlock uh, abilities, passive and stat boosts. I already talked about this. Um, each specialization has its own advanced skill tree. So that that's pretty cool though. Um, and it says expand on the fantasy and playstyle of each javelin. Javelins have access to multiple specializations to, that cater to different style for styles of gameplay. Each javelin now wields a powerful artifact that can be customized. That's why I think it, it goes to each one. That's the only reason why I'd say that. Um, and then they've got um, exploring skill trees. When considering how you grow and become more powerful in Anthem, we observed that pilot level isn't a satisfactory measure of your progress. So we... Set out to answer the question, what would you like for freelancers to become more powerful, skillful at piloting each javelin? We've been exploring the idea of javelin experience and levels, which allow you to permanently unlock abilities for your javelin that you can then customize further with mods. We're currently testing these ideas via, via a new skill tree system. In this system, each javelin would have basic skill tree, where all the baseline ability passives, triggered abilities, and stat boosts for your javelin can be unlocked. So like the ranger, before it even gets to pick its specialization, it's got to go through the entire skill tree normally. Before you can go into your mastery and do your special. Which my whole my my whole thing about that is, how big will that standard still tree be? Well, if you look and if you scroll up on that page, that one that they show the ranger and the longbow and there's got no images in the middle. This is I'm assuming on the left hand side, before it hits the longbow, that is your your normal spec. Your Could normal be, but and you notice he's level oh, seven. He's got three points left. So I'm assuming at 25 or 23, 24, whatever fuck you level you are, you get, um, you can almost max it out. Well, that's the same. It, it, it straight up could be, but again, no 
real evidence behind that yet. No. Yet. Since a lot of this is still testing, they're still developing it, yes. so the system can change. Yes. Um, then if you go to, if you as I scroll down, it says, uh, we would like you to be able to focus on specific type, style of gameplay you like best about your javelin. So you, after the basic skill tree is completed, we've also tested the concept of specializations. Each specialization would have an advanced skill tree where you unlock specializations, specific abilities, upgrades, and more. So they show a GIF here again. You can't see this, but they open up the longbow skill tree, and it looks like, let's see, he's got one, two, two grenade abilities that you can get. Um, looks like two ultimates, or three ultimates, a new axe, um, a new support perk. You know, it shows quite a few things you actually get besides just passives. It also does give you actual, like, perk perks. So, it's interesting. Um, then it goes into what is an artifact. We've covered that from your components. Feel like nothing more than a stat modifier. Well, that with that in mind, we're also experimenting with a new artifact system to replace them. Artifacts are pieces of super-powered tech that set your javelin and freelancer apart. Each javelin type would have a distinct artifact catering towards its class fantasy. For instance, your ranger's rocket pod would be an upgraded into a Skyfelt launcher artifact, a pair of back-mounted pods that transform into powerful rocket launchers. These artifacts would change in appearance depending on what parts you equip. There is also an opportunity to allow more interesting de decision-making. The parts you equip would contribute to a powerful passive ability generated by the artifact. So that's interesting. Um, anything to say about that or anything like that? I like the whole aspect that, you, that um, uh, the... Um artifacts one you can actually see them on your uh, on your javelin and two they change visually by the mods you have equipped yeah. on them it's kind of cool it, it makes it unique and different so we'll see how this works i am looking forward to these changes i'm just hoping it's sometime soon i mean i know it's still in progress i just hope that sometime next year we're going to get these dropped more than likely oh they they've been they've been working on this for about a year now mm -hmm. probably longer so hopefully that's at least a like a beta version of this we did um even if it's through the main game we'd opt in and actually download it and play it. Yes, yes, a beta of some kind, yes, that'd be awesome. Um he then closes out just saying thank you for everybody's been responding and talking about feedback and all this stuff, so pretty cool about that. Um is there anything else you want to add to that? Closes out with that or anything? Well, I just hope that um, whatever step that they actually take next is another good one, because from the looks of it, they're going in the right direction. They are. Just we we need more and we need more info on it before any anything definitive actually comes through, comes to comes to play. Agreed. Agreed. And also, just, just like I said, we would actually need some sort of beta version to actually play around with, you know, to actually see how it feels, how it functions, how each of the javelins work. Because let's face it, we've we've only seen the range we, we only see the ranger in these pictures. Yeah. We would see anything else. We, we would we would need the we would need the Colossus, Storm and Interceptor to be seen at the least yeah. with seeing how some of their stuff changes. Don't hate me. You know? Don't hate me. But that picture in the very top at the very beginning when they talk about it, it's a skill tree. Um, they, I was watching this um, YouTuber. His name is Your Anthem. Um, he's the Anthem guy. 
for like yeah, no, I know, I know, I know who he is. Um, he made a video and he talks about the same skill tree, and this is actually, from what this is looking like, it's, it's a brand new javelin. Ooh, hopefully it is, and hopefully it's actually really good. It's called, it's called a legionnaire or something like that. I don't know, it's something different. So we'll see. Well, we'll see. I'm hoping for a new javelin, but it's not guaranteed. Hopefully, because that would one that would actually be pretty cool and actually fun yes. to actually play with. Yes, it would be. Um, let's let's let, let's face it. Those of us who've been coming and going from Anthem mm-hmm. are actually kind of bored of the normal gameplay loop of the um, four current javelins. Mm-hmm. I don't really play much of them, honestly. I really go in there, it's like one second, play it for a little bit, go one mission, and then I'm done. I'm like, I, there's not much else to do. Once I'm done, I'm done. You know. There's so, uh, there's so much stuff to do that one, you get bored really easy. Mm-hmm. And two, if you're not playing with others, chances of you staying staying around even past one mission, even if you complete the mission, is very slim. Oh yeah. So. All right, I think that's it for the other gaming news. Um. We're going to take a quick short break. Um, we're going to come back for our questions for the show, and then we'll end out the night with our uh, music choices and uh, where we can find each other. So we'll uh, see you back here in just a f- couple seconds with uh, questions. And we're back. Um, thank you guys uh, for sticking around for the long, long podcast, but it's been worth it. Uh, we're going to get right into the questions for the show. Um, are you ready for this? As ready as I'll ever be. All right, cool. I'll have you. I'll I'll start with you on every question, so you'll just answer the question first, and I'll answer after you. All right. All right. So God of Mine asks, um, "What do you think of the general state of the game right now?" Truthfully, the current state of the game is crap. You can't really play um, Crucible without being fucking bored out of your mind, or really enjoying yourself by playing what you want. Um, not wrong. And it's the same thing with uh, if you try to do like um, uh, grandmasters. There's only certain specific loadouts that will work, and it sucks overall. No, you're not wrong. Not wrong at all. I do kind of agree. the The crucible is kind of shitty right now. It's connection based. It's not as good as it was. I mean, I thought connection based would be awesome, but I, I see the downsides of it now. It's not like it. it, it, it you you. It's harder to even find a fucking, um, like, match, really. So, I don't know. I, I'll just th- put this one out there. I, I've had a, I, I had a higher win rate when it was um, skill-based instead of connection-based. Right. Um, so the next question um, is uh, BeastKiller89 says, What do you think state um, – wow, 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 wow. How do you think stasis will affect PvP? Truthfully, at least for the first couple of months, it's going to probably reign supreme. Then people are going to go switch back to their good old trusty builds. The one one thing one thing that I will uh, can honestly say will probably stay around for a while, just because of its the potential survivability to it, is going to be the um um. The Ice Frost Mantle build mm-hmm. for old Titans because straight up survivability. It's from 
you won't die before the other person does, assuming your one resilience is high enough for it. Not wrong. I see. I'm thinking for PvP. I'm thinking. So you've got the uh, oh, all the uh, the grenades that are coming in. That ice wall grenade that could really affect the balance of PvP. I mean, also the 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 one you can throw at a wall and it builds a like a part piece of ice, so you have a platform to jump on. So that that those are going to be affecting the way maps and map flow works now. Certainly, yeah, I do. Oh. I have no idea how big that ice wall is. So if you think about it, that big ass fucking ice wall could cover an entire opening. Truthfully, yeah. Um. Oh, I could see the applications of how that specific grenade will work. Um. And it'll actually be easy easier to um at least crowd control, just kind of at least yeah. till the duration ends. Yeah. Because certain maps um. Easiest thing will be to bring up like um widow's court. When you're in the church, you could easily block off an entire freaking entrance with that. Two people doing it, you single out two other entrances: the back and one of the sides. Yep. Or the front and one of the sides. I'd I'd say if the front is actually probably the worst entrance to enter in to get really good shots off, I'd say the sides and the back door would be better. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. That. That's why. That's why probably. Block off the uh, front and probably the left side. So the only two entrances is either from that spawn point on right side mm-hmm. or on um, the back. Yep, I agree. I agree. It, it, I just think it's gonna. It's it's really gonna affect map flow for the first. It, it's gonna until people change out. Not quite map flow, but tactical flow mainly. Because it's more of a tactical option than changing the natural flow of of the map. Yeah. Because every map currently in the game, there's areas where you can block off easy with that thing, you know. And it also depends on how much um, how much life those things have, the duration, and their hit points. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of curious about that as well. I don't know. We'll see when Beyond Light drops, and we'll see what Stasis actually does for Crucible. That we will. Um, Space Dandy asks, um, how do you think the meta will shift with the changes coming to both auto-rifles and hand cans in Beyond Light? Truthfully, I am both looking forward to it, and I'm not... um, Auto rifles, there's not really much of much big, oh, that bit of a change. They're actually as much of as much of it as it pains me to actually say this. They're in a good spot, but they you know? they just reduced it by one to one and a half damage points. I think is what it was. Oh yeah, yeah oh, oh yeah, it, it's it's not the when they were when they were buffed um a, a couple of seasons ago. They before then they were complete garbage. You could not pl- use them in Crucible whatsoever. Now, now they're one currently the reigning supreme. Yes, they are because they're they have probably the best time to kill. But from the looks of it, Bungie is trying to do that same buff that they did to auto rifles mm-hmm. to the hand cannons to actually make them viable and actually competitive again. Yeah, because they did they did go out of use after um what was it uh, Forsaken dropped after Forsaken and then Shadowkeep came in. 
Shadow Keep kind of ruined the hand cannon meta that was there. It was actually before that. It was an opulence that had started decreasing. Okay. But as they, uh, opulence, they had um, the little nerfs here and there. Hmm. I didn't notice it. And then hand cannon guy back then. I was uh, I was really I was really um, using them mainly because of the um, um, Cade's Will quest. So I actually noticed it quite a bit. That oh, makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I, see, I don't have a problem with the the balance, what we've got currently when it comes down to the meta, when the changes that they've made. I mean, yes, hand cannons will be far superior to some of these other ranged weapons like scouts and uh, pulse rifles, like we talked about when I was on with Guardian Downcast. We did talk about that, and. You know, they're going to see an uptick in use, but in all honesty, it's not that bad. It could be worse. There are worse things out there. I mean, if you're really having problems with it, Malfeasance is the way to go when it comes down to a hand cannon because it's just, it's a laser. It really is. It, it Barely any recoil to affect your aim, unless you're getting shot, mm-hmm. of course. But and then with this, with, with this current buff oh, to hand cannons, it's going to be even worse. It's going to be great. Oh yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna because slap. malfeasance is hands down. You know this. It's hands down my my best. Well, my not my best. My favorite. Mm-hmm. It's out of hand cannon in the game it's one currently, of my and that's when it comes down to a, just because it's just and, kind of a fun factor. And, and that's and that's even um, thinking of and looking forward to um, um, Hawkmoon coming back. Mm-hmm. Which I'm curious is it going to be? They can't bring Hawkmoon. Oh yeah. yeah as it wasn't as it wasn't Destiny One. Yeah, it's not going to be the same hands down. So I don't know. We'll see how this works. I mean, it, I don't think hand cannon meta will be that bad. I don't really don't think it's going to affect us that much. The map. The way I see it. To get the way I see it, it's not going to. The way I see it, it's not going to actually change the meta. It's going to balance it out some more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Because right now, because unless it, way out of there, way out there. Because if it's um a drastic change in them, which truthfully, the sounds of it, it's not. But if it ends up hitting as a drastic change, then yeah, then yeah. It's going to um, change. It's going to upset the meta bit time. But current, oh, how it current stands with the way the changes look, no, no, it's it's not going to. Yeah, no. The worst, the worst that it's going to do is pretty much um, remove the entire use of uh, scout rifles, mm-hmm. except for like um, uh, freaking uh, Mida. And Mida. Well, Jade Rabbit really not really necessary, but they did fix that perk, so it might maybe maybe more use. We'll see. Maybe. Again, a lot of this meta stuff, we really can't judge because... It's not in the game yet. Yeah, we yeah. haven't actually seen how it hits. Yeah, it, as soon as we get damage numbers and we get an idea of exactly how it's going to hit, then we can actually maybe judge it. But for the most mm-hmm. part, we can speculate about it, and the most we can say is we don't know. We're not we're not PvP guys. We don't really know, play a lot of PvP, so we really can't like judge what PvP is going to feel like. Yeah. So... Um. Anything else on that one? Uh, except for that, I'm uh, I'm hoping that with the changes that you can actually use hand cannons in PVE and actually be mm-hmm. pretty viable. Yeah, I hope I hope that changes. Yeah, I hope that change is actually true. As do I. I would love to see some more PVE 
use of hand cannons. Cause, oh, yeah. Again, I don't have a use for a hand cannon in PvE. I really don't. When I can pull out an auto rifle and be just as effective as a hand cannon. Like, true. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no need for it. Um, so RPG Smoke X asks, uh, when the five raids are put into the DCV, or Destiny Content Vault, do you think they will ever bring them back for us to play? If not, then what will they do with them? I think I actually answered this partially earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, With King's Fall, yes. You did kind of mention this earlier. But do I think that they'll come back? Yes. Yes. In a given time, especially since we have three years of content to look forward to, mm-hmm. they're they're bound to cycle some of them back out. If not all of them, or if, even if in the same way that they are currently, yeah, they will be cycled out. Settled back, uh, oh, settled back into the game. Yeah, there's no way they can in some empty. way, including menagerie. You know, I'm uh, also including menagerie into that. But uh, will it be just as strong or as useful as it is now? Probably not. There's probably going to be a better, um, better legendary farms out there than than menagerie. Unless they updated the current standard, they could do that too. Oh yeah, yeah. Will it be the same recipes? Hell no. No, no, they'll do something different with it. No, I don't know. I, I would love to see them bring them back in some way. Like, I know Leviathan would be interesting if they threw in champions. It would make it interesting. It would. It would. Just do as long as it's not like, um... Do not... Uh, just as... I was going to say, do not make overload fucking dogs. I will fucking kill whoever does that. No, I was gonna say don't don't do. I was gonna say don't do anti barrier. Because oh, overload, you did you, overload, you did handle easy. You know, really there's you ways because you think about it. If you can't kill the dog in one phase, by the time you go back to go do it again, it it, it defeats the whole purpose. It's de- it, it won't die. See what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, I know, but that's the thing. Just get good and kill it in one phase, bro. True, true, true. I'm just, I'm just saying. Hey, I'm just trying to help out those guys that, that can't. You know, I'm just speaking for them, man. Come on, come on. <laughs> at, at this point, if you can't kill dogs in one phase, there's something wrong with wrong with how you're playing the playing the game. True, true. This, let, let's face it, it's stupid easy to do so. Right. You know, I'm pretty sure I could give it to my give the game to my little brother, throw him in a uh, fucking Leviathan, and uh, fucking tell him to fucking kill the dogs. He will probably do it one phase. Yeah, he probably could. I don't know. I'm just. I mean, and granted, he, and granted, he don't play Destiny. Yeah. The hardest thing he'll probably have to come across is um how to jump and oh, how to fucking yeah. um yeah how, how to master that. Right. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it'd be interesting to see what they do with them, but I, who knows? I really don't know what they're going to do. I, like, I don't even know what they're going to do with Vault of Glass. I really don't. We it's guaranteed there's going to be champions in there. It's guaranteed with that change. I, I do but... hate the fact that they do that to raids as they throw in champions. But, I but the thing is, it's ne- also keep in mind... Keep in mind, we're going to have those fucking uh, mods on the armor, so we don't have to run in with a shitty-ass loadout. That's true, based on the season. Because I hated yeah. that. What was it? Anti-Barrier was on um, even, oh, well, that's during thing. Season of Dawn, so it fucking sucked. Well, that's the thing. If it's fucking on scouts with, um, again, you could use fucking, like, um, 
Oh, I know, I know one scout I will be using is going to be fucking Polaris, because I love that damn thing. Oh, yeah, well, the, well, the arms. But I'm talking about this is back in Season of Dawn. Back when it was a mod on the weapon. So you're, you're talking like you're pulling out like a, a Randy's or something else like that, trying to get the fucking... Well, I know, I know. And it's an anti I know, but, oh, but when it's on, um, when it's on arms... Oh, yeah. It'll be easy. Yeah, it's going to be okay. great. If it's on, well, not not even just on arms, on any armor piece, because well, let's face it, we don't know what it's going to actually be on. True. You know, for all we know, uh, they they could throw them all on a mark or on your uh, class item. Which would be you cool. Know? I'd be okay with that. It'll granted, it'll it'll be hard to actually pull off mm-hmm. effectively, especially since you would need to balance that with, let's say, oppressive darkness. But yeah. We just uh, have all the time in the world to actually wait and see what happens. Yeah, you got four days. <laughs> I am counting down, man. Yeah. But uh, but but again uh, again. Who's counting? Who's counting? You know, <laughs> it's gonna happen. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I we'll we'll see. We we can't judge what they do. So. All right, I'm, this is the question I stole from Guardian Downcast Discord, but uh, Jealous asked them on their show, is Bungie removed upscaling, so whatever the event, mission, raid, etc., difficulty is, it stays that. So if you select 750 power, all the enemies will be at that scale. But if you die in a no-respawn zone, a.k.a. a consumed by darkness, your character is permanently killed. And everything you have equipped and have in your inventory or extra armor gun slots is deleted, and you have to make a new character. The payouts will be worth it, so it's guaranteed you will increase your light. So you can play the next higher level until max light is hit. You can't farm lower levels to get higher gear. 750 will pay out levels to get you to the next example. Um, 850. This way people can't just farm the weak enemies for gear. Would you play? Now, let me just explain more of this. This is how I'm understanding it. So... Say when you first start your character, you're going to have, you know, you get your 750 level is the lowest. That's when you first start out. You play at that 750 level until you hit 850. Once you hit 850, you move on to the next one. So imagine getting a drop at, say, 20 light higher out of one run of a strike instead of getting a 5. That's, I'm assuming, the payout level is going to be better. That's that's just how I'm understanding this. I mean, what do you think of this? Granted, the sound of it, it sounds like it could, it could actually be fun. It could actually be a fun, just straight-up game mode to play for Destiny. Well, yeah. Would I actually play it? No. No, I wouldn't. No, without Dumbo, yeah. Because with, no, well, not even that, with how <laughs> reckless I am when I play. Yeah. I die by the stupidest shit possible. Just because I play in the stupidest way possible, right. but as you've uh, as you've seen truth, and as I know, a few others who I actually play with on a regular basis have seen when I need when I need to, I am probably the most careful one out of the fucking fire team. I will yes. pull off the stupidest clutch possible in fucking as long as PVE, mind you. I will pull off the stupidest clutch possible for us to still continue. Mm-hmm. Not wrong. Easiest, easiest thing, easiest example. Just look at that fucking um, uh, five man um, uh, queen swatch. Do you want to know how uh, how much time I actually had left on that that on that damn thing? 
Like five seconds, wasn't it? I had two seconds. Damn. That is a clutch. That is a clutch. Nice. The overall, would I play it? No, no, I wouldn't. Hands down. No. Sounds sounds like a fun mode, truthfully, it does. But therein lies the problem. You would have to pair up with others who are doing the same, as, either doing the same activity, same raid, whatever, at that same uh, light level. Right. Which overall would actually further divide um, players, especially those who are the like the day one hardcore grinders who, within like the first twenty four hours, reach almost match max level. Yeah, yeah, it would further divide that because within a day, for instance, you're playing with somebody, the and you're both at seven fifty. The next day, he's ready at fucking ten twenty, and you're barely at eight fifty. No, we're not wrong there. I don't know. I think it'd be more enjoyable if it was toggleable, like a challenge mode for each activity. Could you imagine a challenge mode like that? If it was an actual challenge mode that you could turn on and off? Yeah. And, um... It's basically like Grandmaster in a sense. Like, you can actually... You pick... You select it. And it makes the difficulty harder. Granted, if you would do that, um, it would um, remove the permadeath aspect of that question. Eh, could. It would be... The way I see that would be working is whatever legendaries, it's on, it's whatever you got dropped in that activity would be removed from your inventory if you died. I mean, it, it, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's one of those weird ones. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how it works if it did, but, I mean, it, it just depends on how they do it if they were to do something like that. If they were to do it as a... Uh, um, straight up uh, challenge mode where you could toggle it, or if it was just a straight up nothing kind of thing. Yeah, if if it was if it was a toggleable mode for activities, then yeah, I would play it. I would play it in a heartbeat mm-hmm. because I know I'd be able to go through stripes, nightfalls, whatever, with that on mm-hmm. without dying. Yeah, as long as you took your time, and was careful. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It just depends. We really can't say anything about it because a lot of people would probably go for it, you know, especially those hardcore grinders that really want something to do that makes it harder and more of a challenge for them. But then the casuals here like us, they we don't no, we don't we don't want to do that. Fuck that. Fuck that. Well, that's the thing. You do realize that with how much we play and how quickly we do open light, we don't actually classify as casuals. What? You don't? Shit. All right. We don't. Casuals are some... Technically, casual is someone like uh, Rex. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who, at this point, is still fucking lower than 1050. That's, That's true. All right. Yeah, that's your point there. Um. Hmm. All right. Well, that, that broke my heart. I thought I was casual. Never mind. I'm not casual anymore. <laughs> Damn it! Damn it, motherfucker! <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Uh, at least I'm not like Gator and says he's a casual yet he has three accounts, and they're all max light. Yeah. <laughs> that is a lie and a half. Okay. <laughs> like that's a fucking lie. There is no way you're a casual. Oh shit.
he may be considered a casual hardcore grinder. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's a he's a casual in the sense of a Warframe casual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For Warframe, we are casual. <laughs> That's bad. That was, that was, I just had to make. I just had to throw that out there. That's for Warframe, casual. everyone in the clan is casual. Yes. Including Vorm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, just think it's funny, so I had to say that. <laughs> um, awesome. I, I think that's all the questions we got this week, actually, which is actually qu- pretty cool. I actually enjoyed all the questions we got. Even though I stole that one from Jealous, it was still pretty interesting to talk about and kind of theorize, and, you know, it, it was just interesting to see. I was, it, it was a really cool thought process. It, it, is, it, it, is a, it is a good, well-thought-out question. Mm-hmm. Very, very thought out. He he definitely spent his time like, you know what? This could be good. This could be fun to do, you know. So, you know, I always like watching that kind of stuff and seeing that kind of stuff. So, same. Yeah, I mean, I would be down for it eventually, maybe, but we'll see. So, I think we're gonna move on to the next thing, which is um, the music. Uh, so, we're gonna talk about what music we chose for the pod, our, our podcast playlist. Um, we have on Spotify at the moment. I'm currently looking into getting it on, I believe, Apple Music and maybe probably Amazon Music as well eventually. So that'd be kind of fun. It's got a few places to go to for it. Um, but uh, so what'd you pick for uh, songs this week? I didn't get a chance to listen to them. I've been busy all week. I really didn't have a chance to listen oh, to them. So. Dude, you need to. You need to. to, especially if you haven't actually listened I, to I think I've heard any of them before. I think I've heard one of the, the – if you look at the doc, the first one at the top, I believe I listened to that one. The second one I have not. So. Oh, well, the two uh, songs I picked, they – both of them actually have a little story behind why I like them, why they're to, to this day – among my among my favorite songs, hands down. Uh, first one that I that I picked was Warriors by Magic Dragon. Oh, that one. Truthfully, I actually still remember when it came out. I was a well, not the exact date, but I was in high school when it came out. There was a lot of bullshit that I that was going on. You know, my sister was coming in and out of the house, pretty much making a whole lot of fucking havoc with her moving it in and out. And was causing both me and my dad a lot of stress. And I kept, I was, my grades were dropping and I got to the point that I pretty much was debating on whether or not to um, transfer schools or to keep trying to stick it out at uh, the one I was at. Oh wow. Um, and thing is, Mainly the, not really the, not really the, um, beat or anything like that, but actually listening to the, listening to the, um, lyrics, it actually felt like it was hitting home. Wow. Because at the time, truthfully, I felt like I was working harder than, um, than a lot of the other, um, kids at school ends. It actually started helping me through that, through that time. It helped me decide on that. Yeah, I, I had to stop being a stubborn ass and actually transfer schools and in doing so, yeah, I lost contact with some of my friends. I did. But I ended up graduating. Oh, and yeah, granted, I did graduate a year late, but I still graduated. Um, the second one 
was not as deep or as emotional. It was mainly the artist that I was introduced to by one of my friends. At the time, I really didn't have that many um, bands that I actually listened to, at least that ones that I could remember off the top of my head. I, music was really just not really an outlet or anything at the time. It was really just background noise, you know, something to listen to, something to throw on while I'm doing homework or something like that. Right. Truthfully, it actually started changing shortly after I was introduced to this band. The band itself is called Nemesia. They are actually a foreign band that all their songs are in English. Some verses are actually in their native language, but it is really good. I really do enjoy their music. Um, the specific song was actually among the first ones that I ever listened to by them. It's called In Control. It's actually not on their first album either. It's on their second one. Okay. And to this day, despite them not really being that big uh, of a band, they're still making a lot of music. I believe they actually had a album come out either this year or last year. Hmm. Nice. Oh, they, they, this sounds really good, dude. I mean, I need to listen to it at some point, but I haven't had a chance yet. But... I I do highly recommend oh, the band. They are really good. And believe it or not, they oh, despite the name and well, despite their own. Uh, band name, they actually do classify as rock. Hmm. Granted, not, uh, not uh, metal or anything like that, but right. it's more classified as along the lines of like symphonic, uh, symphonic rock. Okay. That's cool. It's always kind of cool to see stuff like that, honestly, when it comes down to it. You know. So that's pretty cool. So it's always really cool to hear foreign bands. Like, I mean, I I know I put uh, on the Guardian Downcast, I put Sabaton. I don't know. You, you, I know you've heard them. They're oh, really yeah. cool. You know. But yeah, foreign bands are actually really good. But, especially, uh, especially considering that um, when they are singing in English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And good English too. Like it's like they're like yeah. spot on. I'm like, damn, you speak better English than I do. And you're singing. <laughs> you speak better English than I do, and, and that's my native language. I know, right? But, uh, no, those are cool songs, man. I mean, I appreciate the stories behind them. I mean, that, that's awesome for sharing that part of your life, man. You know? Oh, uh, I just actually remembered one thing that I meant to um, bring up um, in, um, uh, in the uh, About Myself question. Yeah. Um, one thing that no one, not really no one, most people don't know, is when it comes down to at least well, most people in the clan. I mean, if you're, if you'd rather um, call me by my name, um, by my real name, truthfully, I don't really give two shits. Go for it. Because if you do the same, if you do that with me, I will do the same with you. Those of you who don't know, my real name is Gabriel. Call me Gabe or whatever. I don't fucking care. I will. It doesn't. It doesn't bother me. You know, hmm. that's one thing that a lot of people don't fucking realize. Nice. Cool. 
Nice, man. Yeah, that was just something that I forgot to bring up earlier. Oh, you're good, dude. We've been talking for so long. I mean, it, it's okay. We're going to miss things, trust me. <laughs> you know, that's cool, though. Oh, that's awesome. I picked some songs. I really don't have stories behind them or anything. They're just songs that I enjoy listening to. It's, uh, my first pick is uh, The Sound of Silence by Disturbed. I did the Disturbed cover because I honestly say it's the, the best version of that song, in my opinion. I just like the way his vocals are, the piano. It's just, it's, it's a perfect song. It, 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 he, it is up there as, oh, it is up there as one of the oh, probably best versions of it. I do, oh, I, so well. I do admit that. It is great. Really great. Mm. And then I did, uh, you know, a classic one, Thunderstruck by ACDC. It's a good song. Good. Hell yeah. Good song. Especially if you're, in a, you're trying to get pumped up and shit. Yeah, that's a good song. That's a good song. So. Definitely. All right. Got anything else to add to the show before we uh, close this out? Nah, no, oh, nothing really comes to mind. No. Um, did you ever bring or oh, think of any of those uh, questions that you that you forgot? Nope. No. Oh, they were they were planning to ask me. Nope, did not. I lost track of all those questions. <laughs> I was actually hoping to answer them by oh, by the time we reach this point, but nope, I lost them all. I don't know where they went. Eh, it is but a dream. It is. It is. That's what life is. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, if you guys are ever, if anyone who is listening is interested in joining the Forsaken Brotherhood, uh, where can they contact you at, Kai, just so that they can get in touch with you and learn more about us? Oh, I would say Facebook or Disc or, or um, uh, Twitter, but I don't really use those. I have them, but I don't, I don't go on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I have messages sitting there from some of my friends from like five years ago. Damn. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't go on it. Uh, um, you did uh, get in touch with me through Xbox at um, GamerTag is TFB King Kai. Um, through Discord, which is again TFB King Kai. Oh, I do have a PlayStation and a um, Steam account. PlayStation though is currently kind of inactive since my since I don't have a PlayStation 4. Mm. My PlayStation 3 actually um is not working anymore so okay. Can't really use that. And same with um same with Steam. I could download the app off for mobile devices but it's worse to use that yeah. than actual fucking Steam so. It is. I'm not currently I'm not listing those. That's if cool. I'm ever back on again uh, at another date, I will more likely. Oh yeah, you'll be back on. Trust me. Um, awesome. And if, just so you know, so TFB King Kai on Discord, it's TFB King Kai. Um, hashtag eight two seven six. That was just easier to get in touch with him. Go straight to his account. Yeah. Oh, thank you, you for actually bringing that up. Yeah. Just I forgot about those numbers. No, nope, you're good, dude. I just I've, I, every single time I've had a guest on, they they say their they say their Discord name. I'm like, okay, what number do you know? Do you know your numbers? <laughs> <laughs> the cursed numbers. Uh, I've memorized mine. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. Hell, I, hell, I don't even fucking know my phone number by heart. Shit, I have to have mine. Oh man. Well, awesome, man. Um, 
Yeah, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I am TFB Truth Lives, I believe, is my actual name. My account name, I think, is Truth Lives now. I think I just changed it to that to make it easy. Um, and that's a one to seven, uh, an I in Lives. Um, you can find me on Xbox, TFB Truth Lives. Um, Discord, it's Truth Lives, hashtag 4409. Um, you can find me on Twitch now at uh, twitch.tv slash Truth Lives. Again, same thing, same spelling. Find me anywhere. With that name, okay. <laughs> it's either gonna have be TFB Truth Lives or it's gonna be either just Truth Lives. Uh, either way, you'll find me. So, well, awesome. This has been fun, man. I this is gonna be a long podcast episode. I'm probably up, we're probably looking at about four hours, which is awesome. I don't mind it. You know, when it comes down I, to I, it, I, I, I just uh, I just feel for you on editing this damn thing. Why? It's easy. It's in segments now. I figured I'd try this out. <laughs> I can edit one segment at a time, put it all together, and be done. <laughs> well, yeah, still, ed- editing is going to be a bitch, though. Nah, I should have it done by tomorrow. <laughs> Hopefully. I'm hoping. I'm hoping I can get it up by tomorrow so I can schedule it to have it come out Sunday morning. Definitely. But as one, I am actually looking forward to, well, probably not actually listening to it since I'm on this one, but yeah. Yeah, I listen to my own. Why not? <laughs> I hate my own voice. I listened to the one with uh, when I was on Guardian Downcast, and I hate my voice too. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there like, ah, oh, shit, my microphone was so, so fucking shitty during this part. And they're like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> my and, and, and my repeatedly going, mm, mm, I was like, oh man, I did that. I cleared my throat too many times, and he's like, oh, I thought that was a nervous take. I'm like, no, no, it wasn't. <laughs> so. <laughs> you know, it was just it, I, I always listen to him just to see what I, what I what I heard and what I could change my wording wise. Like I was listening wait, to uh, my, wait to improve on. Yeah, my, my interview. I'm like, I could have said so much more there. I could have said so much more there. Truthfully, I'm surprised you didn't say it. Oh, 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 I'm surprised you said as little as you did. I was I expecting you to say a lot more. Shit, I was quiet. I was really quiet. Yeah. Sometimes I was nervous too. I've never really been on a podcast with other people asking me questions. I ask questions. I don't get asked questions. Hey, <laughs> what you talking about? I asked you a question today. Yeah, we did, but that's fine. It's different. It's different. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> <laughs> when you know that you're the one that gets to edit it, and I can edit, the, I can edit shit out. <laughs> well, then you're gonna need to edit out that entire what was it like ten, fifteen minutes that we were just fucking bullshitting about that I one. I know, I'm just joking, but I mean, I'm just saying <laughs> it's a totally different <laughs> ball game when you're being interviewed and having someone ask you just a simple question. It truly. Oh, I know. It truly, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> okay though it's definitely worth it i mean i'm enjoying this i enjoy this entire what is it how long is this call that we took i can't even see the number on it uh we started this at what time was it when you called me it's going it's been going on for fucking uh, five hours and nine minutes the long long call but hey definitely worth it i enjoyed every single minute of it you know we just got to shoot the breeze and Talk bullshit about Destiny. Yeah. All day. It's beautiful. So. All right, guys. Well, this has been Truth Lives and uh, King Kai, and we will see you out in the reef. See you out there, my brothers.